This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito Eddie Bontis special Friday and a special Friday guest episode 150. My man, E, let's start with you for how you doing, man? I am doing excellent. Um, running like a chicken with my head cut off this morning. Literally had to help a little bit with work. So hence the delay. Thank you guys for tuning in a little bit later than normal. Um, but yeah, got a fun announcement this week. Uh, but before I even get into all of that, let's start the show because we got a guest that is worthy of uh, definitely a special introduction. So you got to bring a man, baby. Welcome to the last word. Episode 150. Big milestones are fun, and celebrating them with all of you is the best part. I want to thank each and every one of you who have listened along the way and got us this far. So thank you guys very much, seriously. The guests, the audience, the chat viewers, everybody, you guys have been amazing. Thank you guys. 150 is kind of a big one, so definitely want to give you guys a special shout out. But Mithrax is going head-to-head with the Vex, and Guardians are traveling the Vex network. Tomorrow we travel back in time to experience the Vault of Glass and the raid that started many of us on this epic journey. Splicing will continue, but we need to put a pin in this Destiny talk for just one second. Our guest tonight is a special one. This guest embraces all things nerd and geek culture, but can also likely outrun you on a Spartan course on the side. If he (laughs) isn't staying in shape, he is still on his feet, keeping his pharmacy running smooth. When this family man does finally find some time for himself, he enjoys all things games, comics, movies, and TV. So let's welcome a hardcore Marvel fan so much that even after the Avengers game and a full MCU rewatch probably twice, he even had to pick up the Champions card game. A more hardcore Star Wars fan than most of us out there because he is an official member of the 501st Legion with his own full Stormtrooper outfit. A traveler in the TARDIS even if he was late to the party. And co-founder of Guardian Radio, the first and probably still longest-ran Destiny podcast to date, and someone who can only be described as Guardian royalty, and many would consider an honorary member of the Vanguard. Let's welcome the one (laughs) and only home for your Destiny news, tips, and chatter, Mr. Dirk, Mr. Dr. Mark (laughs) Turcotte. How are wow, you doing, Bob is good, man. Dude, you just, that that was, I'm blushing over here, dude. Like, whenever I die, you're going to write my eulogy. Like, no no family members. No, it's going to be a Bontis. I'm going to put that in my will right now, man. It is you, my friend. Uh, wow, dude, that was a hell of a rundown. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, glad to be here with you guys, though. It's, it's yes. been a while, you know, since yes. I've talked some Destiny. So, uh, yeah, glad glad to be here, guys. And, uh, and Wow. I mean, that was an yeah. intro, man. Holy shit. Yeah. I got goosebumps, man, because it's like the accolades is flowing. Uh, I'm like, yup. Nope. No, I mean, honestly, like from meeting you and all the guys of Guardian Radio, Guardian Con, you're one of the reasons this podcast even exists. So Facts. very Facts. special to celebrate 150 with you. You guys went for almost 300. You started it before the damn game even came out. Yeah, I man. mean, it's, yep. it's, it's a piece of Destiny history for sure. So. 
Definitely happy to have you here joining us for one of our milestones, and maybe someday we'll pass your totals. But we got a ways oh. to go. <laughs> we got years to try and catch that one. Not really, though. I, I, what do we end off at? I think you it was like, like 297. Like we got? Did we like, get to 290s? Yeah, we got I, like I don't even three know years to go. So if we make it to okay. the end of Destiny, we might catch you. All right, all right. I think some people are knocking on our door, though. I think probably you know IGN is probably there. Destiny Community Podcast, or, yeah, or even Planet Destiny, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah probably still there. Yeah, but but. Yeah, man. We, I mean, we were doing the show a year and a half before the game came out. I mean, it was, it's crazy just, to think back crazy. to that, how we, uh, you know, just talked about literally a screenshot. I saw on Twitter, because I still follow like a lot of the Destiny community, just kind of see what's going on. You know, it's all on my Twitter feed. And somebody pulled up an image of like, look at this old image and it has a, a fallen and a guardian and a cabal. Like, what could that mean? I'm sitting there thinking like, could probably go back to Guardian Radio episode six, and we spent like forty five <laughs> minutes breaking down that you know that that uh, concept art because that was all that we had. You know, we didn't have anything mm-hmm. else back then. Uh, it's yeah, crazy, man. man. Now you guys set the standard. I mean, I, I I just missed the camaraderie. Obviously, like E said, it was one of those things that like you know coming into Destiny, I didn't know where to go as far as information, and because there's so much depth to the game, you didn't realize it. Then yeah. it was like podcasts like yours who. You know, I learned so much and just how the structure of you guys did it. You had fun, always had like amazing guests. So yeah, definitely got to salute. We got to give you the roses while you can smell them. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it was definitely, you know, a, a, a milestone, a pillar for me as one of my regular rotations. And like I was telling you before, we, we officially went live. Like my first Guardian Con, which was at the time Destiny Con, where mm-hmm. I met E. You know, out in the Tampa sun, I'm like, damn, I love this game. You know, I want to meet people who have the same passion I do. And I get there and the first booth I get to, I see was they at Guardian Radio. I was like, yeah. oh, man, you guys are all set up. You shook my hand. You probably shook a thousand hands. You don't know who oh, the hell totally. I was. Oh, totally, man. Yeah, so many <laughs> hands. Yeah, you shook two thousand hands. It was cool. Yeah. But I was, I was like, oh, this is cool, man. So I will say, I don't know what part of the, you know, people heard this in the kind of the pre-show, but mm-hmm. I got a new wallet for Christmas this year and I was kind of going through it and cleaning it out. You know, you get that real thick wallet that you always get because you're just accruing things, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. And Ebontis's business card was still in my wallet, man. And, you know, Woo! I was just like, man, I had a, you know, a bunch of cards from there, but I just still remember remember Abantis coming up and saying, hey, you know, I'm starting this YouTube channel and give me his card. And, mm-hmm. you know, here, look at you guys now, man. I mean, you're, you guys are doing this. This is great. Um, it's been it, fun. It, yeah, lots of fun, man. Lots of fun, yeah. man. So, yeah, let me ask you a quick question before we get into it. Like, so now you've, you've been away, you know what I'm saying, kind of doing your thing now, you know. And one thing yep. I did notice was um, this enthusiast life and stuff like that. And just also just messing around with different aspects, you know what I'm saying, like comic, geek culture, other video games, like how has that experience been for you now that you've been away for a little bit? Yeah, it's man, it's been probably the most freeing and just fun time I've had podcasting. I mean, Guardian Radio, for what it was, you know, with the time and place, I mean, it still was an incredible journey. And I mean, I always look back at it fondly and, and we'll never forget. I mean, there's so many memories within that. But like the reason that when I kind of go back to when we started Guardian Radio was mm-hmm. prior to that, I was doing a just generic video game podcast for, mm. for, a, there was a couple websites. I worked for avault.com and then moved over nice. to game insider magazine. And then we moved over to guardian radio and the appeal of guardian radio was I don't have to cover everything. You know, it was like, all I need to do is focus on what's happening in the game this week. And it was like, wow, you know, we, we don't need to be playing all these games. And of course we just kind of struck it while it was hot because there was no podcast yet. So guardian radio mm-hmm. just kind of took off because we were all Ooh. that there was. Yep. And so, you know, as the other shows started coming out, we were just the ones that had been there and, you know, had a great relationship with Bungie. So it just was, it was a perfect ride. But as the years went on, you know, it, it kind of got to the point where it was like, 
there's all these other things, you know, that I love, but like, I just felt strapped and kind of, I only have to be talking about destiny. You know, Mm -hmm. there was always that feeling of, I have to be playing destiny every week. I have to be logging in. And so stepping away from it, it was just kind of freeing. It was like, Hey, I can go back and play a lot of these games that I missed a lot of these games that maybe I played an hour or two of, but never were able to complete. And then, I mean, I've always had a love of comics and always had, you know, just that geek side of me in that. And so with the enthusiast life, I actually started, I think we were doing Guardian Radio. I was doing it with my buddy, Chris. Um, But where the show is now, it's literally, it's a daily show, Monday through Friday. I do it. It's like 15 to 20 minutes. And I mean, I just talk about, you know, whatever I want. When you think think of just the term enthusiast life, it's like, enthusiast is like, what are you enthusiastic about? And literally, I mean, my listeners just are all people like-minded like me that are into some of the same things that I am. And, you know, I've just been having fun, you know, talking about video games, talking about comics. And, you know, every Friday with the Disney Plus shows, the Star Wars shows, the Marvel shows, I'm kind of breaking those down and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, comics, all that stuff. It's it's been a lot of fun doing that show. And, and, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's just... It's freeing, you know, I, I don't need to focus and pinpoint yeah. on one thing, you know, which is, which I will say though, and I, one of the advice or some of the advice I always give to people when it comes to podcasting is, mm-hmm. you know, try to find your niche. And that's what yes. Guardian Radio did. It was that we were able to say, hey, nobody's doing this. We're able to log into this and here's, here's what we can deliver to an mm-hmm. audience. And so the enthusiast life, I was able to take that audience that I built there mm-hmm. and carry some of them over to this, nice. where nice. if, you know, if I just tried to start the enthusiast life off today with no history of guardian radio True. i mean it probably you know it'd get lost in the mix man there's so many podcasts out there now you know You're which right. I'm, I'm not discouraging people from podcasting believe me it's fun mm-hmm. and do it for the fun of it it, it is great but mm-hmm. you know i don't think i would be able to you know have the success i have with it now had i not done guardian radio you know no, so fair enough fair enough but what you got e uh no i mean it's just kind of like for all the stuff that you've been listening through is like you are kind of probably in heaven with regards to everything that is out there in the world of entertainment lately like totally man i mean growing up i mean you're i think you're around our age i don't know if you're older younger i always forget but i feel like you're kind of close um i'll be 40 next week let's put it that way i'll drop it i'll drop it you're literally you're between us but yeah (laughs) you look good for 40 we're all not doing too shabby so yes but yeah, it's like part of growing up, especially even like the whole nerd culture, Star Wars, gaming stuff was not as cool. And now it's no, literally nope. everywhere and just like nope. yep. completely embraced Mandalorian, like overtakes Twitter and like the news yep. every so often with something like Baby Yoda. So for you, it's like it's just got to be so awesome to be able to jump in. And as much of I got to say, like your Star Wars <clears throat> like fanfare is amazing to watch because you've got the full Stormtrooper outfit. You're part of the league. Yeah, so I wanted to hear. <laughs> Just like, dude, where are you in the world of Star Wars right now? Because I know this is normally not what we talk about every so often, but it's like <laughs> your Star Wars world, world right now has got to be like the best it's ever been. It is, man. You know, I'll tell you, there, there are a lot of people who, and of course, like after Rise of Skywalker and even Last Jedi, I mean, the Star Wars fandom just went south quick online. I mean, there were people like me who just take it for what it is and enjoy it and just want to absorb everything. But then there are the purists who say, you know, J.J. Abrams killed Star Wars or, you know, whatever you want to say. But for me, I mean, everything that's been coming out is just expanding on the lore of Star Wars. And, you know, mm-hmm. to get a little deep into kind of the creators, I mean, obviously everybody knows George Lucas. The yep. guy who's kind of at the helm of it right now is Dave David, Filoni, yes, and he's the one that right. did a lot of the Clone Wars stuff. Yes. And, dude, I put all my faith in Filoni. The Clone Wars mm-hmm. and what he created with that was fantastic. 
what they've been doing with the Mandalorian is great. The Bad Ooh. Batch, for what it is, I'll say, you know, some people, I urge people, even if you haven't watched Clone Wars, go check that mm-hmm. out because it's yep. giving you a glimpse of the beginning of the Empire. So each mm-hmm. episode, you're getting these little nuggets of like, hey, that's how they did that. Like, how did how did the Empire switch from clones to just regular people being stormtroopers? Mm-hmm. We're learning that. How are they able to convince planets to just go along with being a part of the Empire and not, you know, basically rebel against them, even though we do right. get the, you know, the rebels down the line? Like... That mm-hmm. show is great. And like, you know, the the new books they're putting out, they, they started a whole new era called the High Republic, which yep. I'm loving. This is taking place between like basically the old Republic and the stuff that we know. I think Yoda's like 300 years old in this, which <laughs> seems like a lot, but it's kind of like in between, you know, he's like middle-aged and it's, middle-aged you don't see him, you don't see him much, but all the new Jedi they're introducing and those authors are have been given the liberty to like explore the force. So if you're a bit real big into the force or nice. kind of the way they're describing it and all that. And so, dude, like you said, Abantis, as a, as a kid, what we're living in now, I never could have imagined. And perfect example to switch it to Marvel real quick was oh, God. when I went to see, um, uh, you know, Endgame Ooh. and we're in that theater. And I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but I hope most people have seen Endgame by this yeah, point. Yeah, fair warning. Listen, stop listening for like 20 seconds, Casey says mm-hmm. what I think he's going to. And those portals open, dude. Oh. I was literally in tears. Dude. Like, tears of joy. And my wife is looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, <laughs> if you would have told me when I was seven years old, you know, at the comic shop reading these comics, when, I mean, I have my original copy of the Infinity Gauntlet, that I would see something like this and all these heroes come together uh-huh. on screen in the way that we've had all these movies built up to it Facts. i never in a million years would have thought it and here Appreciate it is right now i mean it's and, and you just you never could imagine i mean i remember like when the first x-men movie was coming out and it was like oh there's gonna be an x-men movie and that's cool and now we live in a, a world where it's like just every other week there's mm-hmm. i mean today there's a new marvel show today people may not know about it's on hulu modok it's like a Ooh, robot yep. chicken style yeah, show. Yeah. It's a comedy show, but it's mm-hmm. like, here's yet another Marvel show that we have coming mm-hmm. out today. And I look at like my kids, you know, there's a whole generation of kids that are growing up with the new Star Wars. Right. But even like my kids, their Star Wars is now Marvel. Like yes. the Marvel hero, there's going to be like we, the 501st, you know, as, as I'm a part of as a stormtrooper, we go to these, right. you know, uh, Star Wars celebration. We do all these conventions and that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people just going to, I guarantee it, very soon. I mean, there's comic conventions. There's going to just start being an MCU celebration. At some point, somebody's going to do it because really there's more movies in that than there is in Star Wars. Mm. And plus you have the comics. And I mean, it's... Oh, it's crazy no, it's about like this. It's, it's I wake up every day with a smile on my face because of it all. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. like you mentioned that one line for Endgame. The, the, the line and when it happened. Like, literally, when you see it wiggle... And then it's like the pickup and like you see reactions in the theater. I had the same thing. Oh I God. lost my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. My wife's probably doing the same thing next to me. Like, this is what he <laughs> cheers out loud for. Okay, <laughs> like that. Those are yeah. those moments. But when it's like when he says like the word and you're like, oh, yes. it's just oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. everybody it's loses it. their mind. But lost it's like it. that is I mean, from like, you know, the the 90s X-Men TV show with the awesome yes. animated, like all of yes. those things you grow up. And then now with the tease <clears> of like <throat> phase four looks like. Just mind blowing of what they can go Deep for. Cuts in there, like oh. what are we like? We're, you're bringing some of these characters in that like never would have thought we'd be getting a movie, yet alone a Facts. series where we're going to get hours of content with these mm-hmm. uh, these characters. I mean, it's incredible, man. It's, I was like, it's, and then it's wild. Yeah, and then Captain Falcon, Winter Soldier. It, well, mm-hmm. yeah. However you want to say all those, I was going to screw that one up. But yeah, it's like, man, just even that series, six episodes. You're like. Could not be more of a polar opposite show from WandaVision. Both right. very cool experiences. Yep. The monologue at the end of Captain, like, of Falcon was just like, damn. Like, and mm-hmm. they're even able to use Marvel in those types of ways. And I'm just like, 
that's really cool too to see everything. Yep. It's everywhere, and it's really, I, really you, awesome. You know what I will say about this too, and one thing I think you know when the, I mean just in general, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. A lot of people were like, "I don't want politics in my Marvel shows," or "You know, I why are you doing this?" Has anybody ever read a Marvel comic book? Go back to Stan <laughs> Lee and Jack Kirby. The He's, original, the original theory yes. of Marvel was the world outside your window. Those guys were in New York yep. City, and they were yep. writing literally about the world inside outside their window. That's why mm. the X Men exists, man. Like X Men mm-hmm. was all about like. The, you know the fight for like racial injustice but yeah. they put it in in terms of mutants and yeah, then you have like discrimination yeah you absolutely. had all of that and so yes. it's like you know when you look at the falcon and the winter soldier number one mm-hmm. that storyline even though it was very different and and you know but but sam picking up the shield and becoming captain america was mm-hmm. in the comics years ago comics, you know yeah. and so like that then and, and they they address all of that there so it's not yes. like this is new that's right. what Marvel has always been always doing, but now been. it's on such a grand stage and more people yeah. are seeing it. Mm-hmm. But it's great. And it's, it, there could not have been a better time to do things yep. like this and start putting this stuff out there. Yeah. It's, no, I'm with I love you. it, man. I, I'm completely with it. you. When you, you said you, both of you guys got you know emotional during those parts, it's because you know we're older. We remember as kids, you're buying those books, you, you're watching those, you know, those smaller cartoons and things, and your dream is like, yo, it would be so cool on the big scale. And then, let's be honest, we also suffered because we also had a lot of bad comic book <laughs> movies. You know what I'm saying? So now you have this culmination of, I forgot how many years, we'll say 12, 15 years of, of MCU or whatever. Yeah, whatever 12 years I think it's been now. Right? Yeah. So like, and to see everything woven so perfectly with the little nuances, with the callbacks, you know, on your yep. left, all these things. Uh-huh. And then you get to the moment and you're like, man, like they did it. Like they really they did. Because we so, we're so used to them most fumbling the ball. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, no, this is beautiful. And for me, I'm just like you, Mark. I had those Infinity Gauntlet books. I used to tell people this is one of the greatest stories in comics. Like, yep. when you guys see Danos, you're not going to be ready. And and to see it all come together, you know, for the most part, almost intact with the characters they had and everything like that. But yep. yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It was truly I'll tell you, I mean, I, amazing. I, I know we're not talking Destiny here. People don't buy You know, I got to go out and stuff. Here, here, here's something to point out too, kind of mm-hmm. where we are. And, you know, Endgame, that moment was so impactful because of you had Ooh. all the movies prior to it, right? Yep. Yes. A little example of something that, in my opinion, has kind of failed, even though I didn't, you know, that I enjoyed the movie for what it was, mm-hmm. is Mortal Kombat. Oh. Mortal oh, Kombat. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw Mortal God, Kombat. Oh, yep. Look, yeah, cool as hell right. for the, they're doing the fatalities and all that <sighs> stuff is cool, but it was so rushed. And yep. so now mm-hmm. having Disney Plus... And and not even just Disney Plus, even you know Netflix, all these streaming services, they can have a series where it's not just an hour and a half, two hour good movie. Point. Yes, you can have point. a series that's eight hours long and build yep. those characters, and that's why the moment at the end of Endgame worked because you yes. had that history. Where Mortal right. Kombat, it was just like here's this character, here's this character, here's this. they don't even have a tournament in the movie. There's <laughs> yeah, no tournament. Right. No. They just fight. <laughs> How do you have Mortal Kombat without a tournament? Oh, that should have been an HBO <laughs> Max series, and yes. I hope they do that. I hope we have the movie now. I hope we get a series so they can focus right. on the characters and do that. But, you know, but we live in an age now where they can do that. And like, yeah. that's even more exciting. Like, 
I, I was I've been equating the Disney yeah. Plus shows and the and how they're going to do the Marvel movies to wrestling. Now it's like you watch <laughs> wrestling week in week out. There's your Monday Night Raw. There's yeah. your series, right? There's your your Marvel series, and then you're going to go see the pay per view in the theater, and that's yeah, going to be yeah, when they're all going to come together. That's it. They're, they've I'll they've turned Marvel into wrestling, and that's why you're going to go pick, get your pay per view by going to the movies. Love like that's it, that talk about coming full man. circle. That's an impressive impressive. There you go. Link up mm-hmm. there. Nice. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. But outside. Of even just like the screen, there's another usual smaller screen, unless you're just playing on the big screen. What, like, so obviously, I mean, you lived in the world of Guardian Radio and played Destiny for a while, but you mentioned these games you missed, and I was the same way, like, covering Destiny. I was like playing so much. I'm, you know, I played Breath of the Wild for like five hours, jump back in Destiny. I played Horizon Zero Dawn for like five hours, jump back in Destiny. So, all these things that you've missed and like either gone back to, what are the standouts that you either missed or that you're even like, less destiny has given you more time to enjoy now what games have you caught back up on that have been major standouts or what has kind of got you hooked as of late i I will say like during the time of guardian radio like the nintendo Mm -hmm. like breath of the wild i mean i I definitely set guardian radio or uh destiny aside (laughs) same thing with like you know mario come like i'm just a nintendo kid years ago But uh, the games that I really jumped into there's was just MMOs, man. Like, and I think you know I played a little bit of World of Warcraft when it launched, but yeah. never really got into like raiding or I don't even think I ever really hit. I think I maybe hit level 50 on one character, but never had like a group to run with or anything. But mm. kind of getting that experience in Destiny of mm. having that weekly group week in week out made me want to get into MMOs. So there's two MMOs, and one I actually was playing a little bit while we were doing um, Guardian Radio, but the first is Elder Scrolls Online. Um, I started it on, I bought it on PC when it first launched, switched over to console because a lot of my uh, clan mates from Destiny were getting it on console. Mm-hmm. They all fell off quickly. So I jumped <laughs> back to PC, and yeah. um, I mean, do the PC version of that game, number one, it looks <laughs> better than the console version, even though they are getting the next-gen upgrades. But right. having the ability to put um, like mods into it, so mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like just number one, to have a map. That game doesn't have a map. You have to actually <laughs> hit a menu button to life. look at the map. So to qu- con- constantly have the map on the screen is a so big deal, right? Mm-hmm. But you can also populate that map with dungeons and you know things that you're missing. But mm-hmm. um, that game is great. And I would urge people who play Destiny to maybe check that out, especially if you have Game Pass, because why not? I mean, it's not going to hurt you. It's free. Um, because a lot of their dungeons as of late, the newer dungeons over the last couple uh, releases they've put out have mechanics in them. And especially when oh, wow. you start playing those on veteran mode, everybody has to play their role, which I mean, you, it's typical where you have a healer, two DPS and a tank, um, but it's not as strict as like uh, World of Warcraft or, or Final Got Fantasy. Uh, but the mechanics that they're adding to the dungeons are super fun and remind me a lot of raids. Destiny nice. raids. So if you're into, you know, you like raiding and that in Destiny, give Elder Scrolls Online a chance and don't be intimidated by it being an MMO because, mm. I mean, you can play that game just basically solo. Like everybody's clamoring, where's Elder Scrolls 6? I need Elder right. Scrolls 6. And I'm like, dude, Elder Scrolls 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10 has been out for the last, you know, five years <laughs> and you're just missing it. Like yeah. there is so much story content in Elder Scrolls oh, Online. It, it's yeah, incredible. They, so they, Yeah, they've been putting in a ton of the... Uh, like I said, like the Morrowind, Skyrim stuff, and the worlds yep. are just kind of yeah, implanted them in there. Yeah, that community is very big, and they've been yeah they've been growing, man. They, they, and it, the support has been tremendous. What is it, Zenimax and those Zenimax, guys? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it does that game. Yep, mm-hmm. and you can you know every class you can play. They're they're constantly switch out all your skills and abilities, and it's yeah. action based, so it's not like World of Warcraft where you're you know, tab targeting and just hitting, right. looking at your cooldowns. It's actually action-based. You're dodging, you're blocking. Yes. Um, so it's great. It's got a little something for everybody in it. So if you haven't played that, check it out. And the PvP is actually a lot of fun too. It's big, nice. massive open world PvP where basically you roll up on a 
castle or a, mm-hmm. a stronghold. One team is in there and you're literally pounding, barricading the door in. You're shooting catapults at it. Half the time, I just go and stand on top of a hill and just watch because it's just, it's just awesome. <laughs> I literally, there's an emote, you pull out a chair, I pull out a little wooden chair, and my guy's just sitting there just watching these guys just <laughs> wrecking each other down there. Um, but that then is... the other game, the other MMO that I spent, mm. God, I mean, now I've been playing for over 300 hours, but it was to get mm. from where the very beginning to the end, it took me a little over 260 hours, was Final Fantasy XIV. Wow. Mm. That was a game all throughout us playing Destiny. Everybody kept saying, that game just keeps getting better, keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. You got to play that game. And um, I just, uh, shortly, it was the summer after we finished uh, Guardian Radio, so it would have been, what, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I just said, you know what, I'm going to give it, I, I tried to give it a go a couple times, mm-hmm. and uh, just jumped in and do the story of that game. The the initial, like, 1 to 50, which is mm-hmm. the Realm Reborn stuff, is kind of the initial stuff, yeah, is right. very cut and dry. They have streamlined it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But once you get beyond that and get to the newer expansions, that game... I'm going to say right now, I mean, I love Final Fantasy VII for the story, mm-hmm. even Final Fantasy Uh-oh. III, Uh-oh. which is really Final Fantasy VI. Great stories. Yes. Final Fantasy XIV is the best Final Fantasy story. Whoa. Bar none, dude. I wow. promise you, because Whoa. you are so, I do it. I'm telling the you. Six guys you are by so this, invested in it, man. Be, I'm they, telling they, they, you right now. They're very passionate about this, Mark. I don't know. They, they, I'm they telling the you, man. <laughs> it is incredible. That, and, and then on top of that, you know, I mean, it still is very much kind of in its trope of, Holy Trinity of healer, you know, DPS and tank. And it is, you are on cooldowns. But once you kind of learn your rotations and start going through those dungeons, again, as the the newer dungeons have come out, like Elder Scrolls, they've put more mechanics in there. So you're all having to work together to take down dungeon bosses. And Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, if you want to just play just the story, which is, it's always weird saying this MMO has an incredible story because you don't want to think of that with an MMO. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can pretty much play solo and just queue in with dungeons from... You know, one to level 80 where we are now, and mm-hmm. it'll take you well over 250 hours, probably wow. more. I mean, now Endwalker's coming out, which which is intimidating to a lot of people. And that, <laughs> yeah. that's one of the problems that game has is that mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're so deep into it. You can buy a bypass and, and immediately right. get level 80, but it's like, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that. And, and right. I was on the fence when I first started playing it, mm-hmm. but everybody kept saying, like, just just play through it. Just get through stick it. Just get through it. it. Yeah, just stick with it. And um, That's cool, man. Well, it's awesome. Love it's to great. see you branch out on that, man. Really cool, really cool. So you've been watching Destiny a little bit from the distance for the periphery. Yep. Checking out what's going on. And have you uh, stepped your foot in there recently? I have. I mean, every expansion, fall expansion, I've jumped okay. into. Um, because to me, I've always loved the give me a new space to explore. Like the, right. the exploration of Destiny that I've always loved. That, And I mean, we, we talk about this in a little bit, but that's why I've always mm-hmm. liked the older you know, like season pass model where we were mm. getting like a drop of say what you want about Curse of Osiris, but right. it was a new space. But then we got Warmind. I loved Warmind. Yeah, it like reminded Warmind me too. of yep. the original Destiny content, yes. you know, but it was a new space. It was Mars, new areas to go and, and just discover stuff. So mm-hmm. with like Beyond Light and Forsaken and all that, obviously, you know, I, I've kind of jumped into those. Um, right. The new season pass model, I actually didn't buy the season pass at all last year. Okay. Um, this year I did. Um, okay. because the last season I liked, I actually really enjoyed that game mode. Um, the, the, what was it called? The one, uh, 
Battlegrounds, yes. Yeah, Battlegrounds, like, yeah. and, and I remember, I mean, I saw, you know, afterwards, like I played it, I remember tweeting something like, this is great, they're just constantly throwing enemies. And then, of course, that mm-hmm. became, what was the buzzword of uh, enemy, like enemy, enemy density? density yeah. Became density. the buzzword, of course. <laughs> but like, you could really feel it in that first Battleground. Like, yes. I, I just remember you kind of, towards the end, you turn that corner and there's like just those massive yes. cabal spheres on the horizon just like mm-hmm. being chucked at you. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, this is just awesome. And so yes. I really enjoyed replaying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the the season model for me, it's not really giving us a lot of new spaces. I mean, we're I getting you. these new activities, but they're kind of like playing Override this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I jumped in not only just because I knew I was going to be on the show, but I bought the season right. pass. I'm like, oh, let me, let me see what this is about. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm not going to say it feels the same, mm-hmm. but it just kind of is. It's like, just kind of like, right. we're just kind of doing the same thing, but we're throwing some little gambit mechanics where I'm grabbing some moats <laughs> and kind of tossing them Fair in this enough. thing. And then we're fighting a boss and it's... And, and for me, I'm not, because I'm not as invested in the game like I used to be, I'm not right. all about upgrading to get all these new mods, which no. really seems to be, that's the thing, right? Is you're upgrading yeah. your your uh, your item, your artifact, and it's to unlock all these new mods, which then mm-hmm. you can take into the new raids and stuff like that. And for me, right. because I'm not playing it like that anymore, yep. it's not really doing it for that me. So, no, I get that. I get yeah. That. So that that's where this new model for me is kind of just fizzling out a little bit, right. you know? But it's understandable the, with the team size, you know, they don't have enough developers there to keep going with it. So I was going to say, like, for sure. I mean, even for me, like, I'll start the season kind of hard for a week or two. But even when you look at the seasonal calendar for me, I'd be like, it it feels like it's going to be a Tuesday for me. It's going to be my Tuesday login. We've got right. the expunge yep. for like the next six weeks. We have the couple weeks of override on different locations. But I was even just trying to grind out the splicer gauntlet for mm-hmm. override. And I'm sitting there just yep. like. The only thing I can do to upgrade this thing is override. So I'm playing override for days. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. straight. And then after a while, I'm just like, this is literally all I'm doing. I'll like go do two strikes because they're like the, yeah. the thing of the week. You know, you get your ether from there. You buy your keys just like you did with the hammer. So it's hammer 2.0, slightly better quality of life. But I'm just sitting there like override, override. Hey, occasionally I got the network anomaly over it. And it's like. And so I'm looking forward to the expunge mission to see a little bit of the story progression go forward. So it's like for the activities for me, I'm with you. Like, you know, my Tuesday login, check out the battlegrounds. What I've really enjoyed has been like the like these last couple of seasons, like Beyond Light set up some cool stuff. But these two seasons of voiceover NPC interactions and the stories this season have been game changing. And it was like from you coming back from Destiny 1 and like we're all lost when we finish the campaign of destiny one. Like what just happened versus (laughs) now when it's literally just like plastered in game in front of you. I was just kind of curious your thoughts of how the story has progressed and what's your hope for kind of going forward. I mean, that's one thing that I think if anything they've done, they've obviously found that out like the best way to do that now. You know, um, I think having these little, I mean, I mean, there's almost like a star Wars holocron, right. That they're kind of giving (laughs) you, you know, it's probably not as much of an investment for them to, you know, put animators on creating those, I think it's great for them to do that because before this content would have been hidden behind Grimoire cards, right? Yes, you would have had to have Bife and, and uh, you know, Mylan <laughs> yep. basically decode these things for you. Now yes. you have, it's literally, like you said, it's plastered in front of you. This is every week you log in, you're going to get the new story bits. And that's great. I think, you know, the fact that they've been able to find this way to do that is right. is awesome. I mean, even even the little things where now, you know, you're going up to the characters. I mean, Destiny 2 has been doing this, but where mm-hmm. the characters are actually standing in front of you, then it kind of does that slow pan and then like, you know, the stuff comes yeah, up on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Like even that has been, you know, having Destiny 2 do that over Destiny 1 has been, been nice. Um, you know, for me in terms of the story, being that I'm not logging in every week, you know, I am... Mm-hmm. 
behind on the story if you want to right. say you're kind of just like all right you know this is cool i mean seeing characters come back you know this this week has been kind of cool you know characters that mm-hmm. haven't been there for a while mm-hmm. um but you know um i think if you're someone like myself who's been away from it for a while you come back and you're just like all right well the vex now have made everything go dark i like the aesthetic of you know kind of the little what do you call it, like the little, little cyber like, blips yeah. and things yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. over there yeah. which like is cool lines, you know cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't really know where I think for me, where I would want the story to go is like, I just want the darkness to come, man. Like I want (laughs) to see what is in these ships like for real, because that goes back to destiny one, you know, this is great. And we're, we're taking our time to get there, but, um, Mm -hmm. is the witch queen going to deliver that? That's a good question. I don't know. Are we going to just kind of get back into this, this now steady stream of here's your season, here's your activity, unlock these mods and upgrades and... That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That was a good point. No, get, get it. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just saying it's a good point because, um, you know, especially from your perspective, obviously as a Hawk, as a Hawker person that now stepped away and then you're kind of <clears> getting back in, I think what's interesting is what you said about how you were more of a fan of the expansion model as opposed to the seasonal model because as a hardcore person who played Destiny consistently every day, you know, it is a struggle for this type of drip feed content for a lot of people. I can you know? imagine, and yeah. I think what the transition for us, E, has been, I know I was rough on it too because I didn't adapt well to it. I was just <laughs> like, I want more, this is not enough. And, you know, I want the big expansion. But like you said earlier, Mark, you know, beautifully, is that, you know, they're, they're on their own, obviously. You know, resources and development is not the same, you know what I mean? So we have to change the expectation a little bit. But what I found now is now I've got this nice balance where, like he said, logging on a Tuesday, I do my story beat stuff. I get my narrative stuff done, right? Do any 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 cool weapon farming and stuff like that that I do see and builds I do see, I'll, I'll go get. But then after that, like by Thursday, Friday, you know, I'm already like, okay, I can play other stuff now, you know? <laughs> yeah. So now I'm in this like nice little balance where I'm actually able to play other things and get, be productive because let's be real with destiny's good destiny takes your soul oh it totally like, does yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, it, it is a selfish <laughs> relationship it doesn't want you talking to anybody else it wants you focused on the goal so i know what you mean with, with that balance and stuff like that and and, and being away and, and 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 just how you adapt with it you don't completely understand what other games and stuff like that yeah and they i mean they've said before that you know mm-hmm. they didn't want destiny to be you're yeah. on the game, right? Yeah. You know, they, right. they've they've come out and said that before, but I think they've said that before they finally came out and said, we're considering Destiny an MMO. Yes. So it's like, all right, if you want to be an MMO, I mean, you got to kind of have not just, although these last two seasons, yeah. adding in these these audio logs and that, that is things yes. that are in MMOs. Yes. You're, you're yep. getting maybe a weekly, a new weekly quest or a new something. So they're, right. they're getting there. Like it's, right. it's, it's, it's coming. And, and essentially, you know, I've kind of been laughing because I remember talking about this on Guardian Radio of like, <laughs> would anybody pay a monthly fee oh, this for is Destiny? Crazy. And everybody's like, no, no, no. You're paying for the season pass. Like you essentially yeah. you are. I mean, it's getting spread are, out, yeah. right? I mean, and you're then right. you're getting in a little bit of a cheaper discount, but ultimately mm-hmm. you are. I mean, you're paying somewhat of a monthly fee by buying that season pass. Yep. Um, but yeah. you know, I yeah, don't know. I mean, how would how would you guys feel about that? Would you how would you feel if you were paying? I mean, Elder Scrolls Online, you don't have to pay for a monthly fee. You get you get the content, you want to buy the get the new dungeons and that, you can either buy in piecemeal or you can pay a monthly fee and get access to it and you get some other little mm-hmm. perks in that. Final Fantasy, you do have to pay a monthly fee for that game, but they are bringing you constant content. And it's, like just, hear, it's just yeah, included except for the big expansions. It, so. yeah. How would you feel if Destiny or Bungie came out and said, maybe, I mean, I'll say 
but let's even say $5. How would you feel if they promised more content, maybe more story missions mm-hmm. and not just these little audio logs? Let How would people feel about that? I was like, this is, I was like, I hate the term slippery slope. Um, but it becomes a very interesting discussion of you think about what we get for $10 in a season and the bar that they've <clears> set with that to be for $10, the size of their studio, and we see what they can do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They would, I mean, they talked about like building their studio, like almost two and a half times bigger studio, hiring a bunch more people, obviously, yep. to fill out that giant space. If it got to the point where that place was full and they had teams that were like, you know, seasons and weeks and stacked upon like, that type of consistency because the bar they set now for me is kind of a Tuesday thing. And I'm like, how much more do I need to live in this thing for a seasonal model? Right. Right. Because the season for $10, if you break down even what you get, like, you know, for 10 bucks, it's not bad. We're getting a new activity, a decent amount mm-hmm. of voice lines. We get a story. Right. We got, you know, not new spaces, but now we got the Vex network. We're going to have the expunge mm-hmm. mission, whatever the, epilogue activity is going to be in any like you know spicy stuff in between it's not a bad value for ten dollars me it like kills me when i log in and i'm like i get my one page in my email of the story like once a week when i get like i'm like all right cool i read page two you gotta mm-hmm. wait six days god okay i want more and i want it now and that's that's <laughs> always my issue of like again same thing with the expansion model is some people want to just consume like you know, I want to play the game pretty hard, enjoy everything that's there. And then maybe if you do release something cool like the Whisper of the Worm used to do, here's this one thing, come back, play crazy, and then you can take your break. But that they don't, they do, as you said, they don't want it to be your game all the time. But then they set this mm-hmm. up to where you literally want to log in every week now with the seasonal challenges. Yeah, yeah. If you miss yeah. a week, like, hey, Scorched is this week. If you don't play it this week, it might be five weeks to get that triumph or any of those things. So it's this weird, they're kind of playing both sides of, we don't want you playing all the time, but we want you playing once a week. Make sure, make sure you log in once yeah. a week yes. on this weird yes. little yes. like shtick. And it's like, okay, so if I did 10 bucks a month or five bucks a month, so that turns the seasons into 15 roughly, if it was yeah. a little bit more, I wouldn't mind, but there's also people who are like, I need you to justify why that's there. And as right. it's seven years into this saga, the only way I think they could probably justify that is if they do a destiny, Whatever follows this 10 years, if they set it up as a different model, they're a bigger studio and they can commit to, you know, grander things. And they're like, it is going to be a true MMO because we've decided to go down this route. It's less about PVP. There's more PVE, but we're going to go, you know, not quite World of Warcraft, but it's that scale. And it's going to be, you know, a $5 month fee for consistency for us, less Eververse stuff, more in the game. However, they balance that. It's like the justification would kind of need to be presented up front because it's been seven years of not having to do that. But even though you said the seasonal model turns around and is basically one, it's just, they mask it as something else. So it's always, this <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just about to yeah. Say, yeah. So it's like, we're yeah. literally paying it. Yeah, yeah. you are. Yeah. We didn't even mention Tess and Transmog. Yet. Oh, so yeah. oh God. We're paying oh, yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. well, but I mean, that's the thing too. They've transitioned to a, almost a free to play model, right? I mean, the yes. game, you can essentially yeah. get it for free. So, mm-hmm. you know, they do have to have those hooks in there to make some money to have kind of concept yeah. flow because not everybody is either buying the games, you know, buying, well, buying the stories, if you want to say, right? Because really, right. that's all you're buying now is the stories, right? Yep. Essentially, because if you just had Destiny 2, didn't you get access to Europa? Not yeah, the story can, content. Yeah, you, you can just can, go to the space, right? Yep. Right. Right. So yep. it's like they're giving people some new content, the free to play yeah. players, and it's really mm-hmm. that story content that you're kind of buying. So mm-hmm. 
I don't know, man. It's, it's it really is a, a give and take when it comes to a free to play model like that. You gotta you know keep the free to play players happy, but you also gotta keep your uh, you know your whales, if you want to say, or people that are constantly playing the game. You gotta keep them happy too. Yeah. And you know, Bungie. I mean, they've been doing it for a while now, and they're I think they're just kind of starting to get to the point where they're maybe finding mm-hmm. you know that they're maybe kind of hitting their stride a little bit. But mm-hmm. then you see things like. The armor synthesis and transmog, which we've been talking about since probably episode one of Guardian Radio. Yeah, so. And dude, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I had another a friend that was like, well, they're giving you like, you know, five of them and you can do one. And I'm like, man, but like, they know people wanted this forever. Like for some people, Destiny is not a fashion show, but for a lot of people, an MMO is. And like, if you're going to say this is an MMO and for me personally, it kind of always has been like I just if I like like the helm of Saint fourteen I wore almost all the way through Destiny one regardless because I just I loved playing you know my yeah. my uh, what was it Sentinel Titan and like that's what I played and I always was popping my wards and I just like to have that helmet on because I like yeah. the way that it looked yep. and now you know with transmog it's like if I wanted that. You know, even though I would have got the free one that season, mm. I would have had to work to maybe get another, you know, what the new helmet that's kind of replaced right. same 14. Um, but then in the same sense, the other thing that I was kind of chuckling about was seeing some of this was that was my initial impression. But then yeah. when, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, you're seeing all these people saying like, you got to spend 400 hours to get every armor piece and everything. And it's like. Do you really want to do that? Like, are you are you going to wear all 100 helmets? Like, no, you're really doing this for that one helmet that you like, two or three helmets that you like. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe next season it'll be there. Or don't transmog right. anything to it. If you want to wear the helmet, right. put the freaking right. helmet on in the tower and walk around. And then when you go back into your strike, switch back over. So I actually kind of see both sides of the, mm-hmm. the coin with that. But... It still is a little bit silly that they just made it so obtuse to do it this way. It's like <laughs> it's actually like, grinding for it's it. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That was the thing. I think as soon as we heard about it, um, we because we had Travis on for that one, and we oh, just yeah, lit yeah, it up yeah. completely. But it is the whole idea, as you said, before the game even came out. MMOs, transmog. <clears throat> I mean, you have games like Anthem that came out and f- basically flopped. Sad to say, but also on the mm-hmm. other side, you could paint your. Yeah, javelin to kingdom come you could make that thing look whatever mm. shader whatever color different armor pieces and there were some things that you could buy for different like textures and stuff but the idea of everybody want to transmog for so long and then it finally comes out in the worst possible way that i think any <laughs> game has ever done it you're just like how do yeah. you do that to the people who've been asking this for so long and you're like i get you either have it crazy grindy you have the paywall somewhere right. in between but it's just like they made it so un unimaginably unfun. It's just right. like I don't I don't somebody was just like, okay, so let's do this thing. We need to add three more currencies, add the grind. Like somebody somewhere <laughs> screamed and apparently got listened to, and you're just like, I don't know how this happens because yeah. no yeah. other game I think has made it this ridiculous. You either pay for yeah. it or it's something, but they just they have both. And it's those weird moments yeah. where Bungie does great things with like the presage mission. I'm like, I'm literally playing oh, Alien the movie. Amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah, which is great. I did play through that, man. That thing oh, is awesome. So good. And then you turn yeah. around and see an announcement like this, and you're like, just like facepalm moment. And you're like, how do you do both? How? And it's yeah. like, I know there's different teams and different decisions and finances mm. and business. I get all of those things, but mm-hmm. sometimes, man, it's it's very questionable. So yeah. it's yeah. I, I agree. I think um just to, to finish this, this topic up is that. I am a firm believer, especially with Transmog, with how not, remember, it was not received well. Like it was, it, it was blood in the street. People were, people were like, "No, this is not it." And I'm a firm believer that they know this, right? They know the developers know 
this most likely is not going to go well to community. So I'm a firm believer that internally, the financial people say, look. Oh, totally, man. Oh, yeah. This is what has to happen. We know the community wants this. This is one of the highly requested features from, like you said, from when Mark was doing from D1. This is one of the highly requested features. You better figure out a way to monetize this. With our big goals that we've got, we've got this Australian studio, we've got these new IPs coming up, we know that they're working on, called Matter, whatever, whatever. I'm a firm believer the business people have made a stand and say, no, you cannot. Now, at some point, they may reverse it and may pull back a little later down the road once money is accumulated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. not right yeah. now, because for <laughs> as much as we push, let's be honest, in, in Destiny and Bungie history, they, for the most part, acquiesced and said, you know what? We were a little heavy-handed here. Oh, yeah. They listened to the community. Yep. Yeah. You know what? They yep. all, like, well, it was so funny. It was such vitriol when this thing was announced. The next 12, I'm like, oh, I want to see if they, they, they didn't even mention it in the 12. They threw <laughs> Vogue in our face. Like, here, Vogue, Vogue, remember this? Remember you love this? It's <laughs> great. to kind of, you know, make us forget. And 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 the only thing, I, I shout out to Dylan, I think he did tweet, said, look, you know, this thing was well in advance. We we heard you, you know, we'll take a look. You know, that was the extent of it. A tweet prior to the 12, and then they moved us on. So again, Bungie on their own, this leads me to believe that the financial people have took a stand and said, damn it, this is staying in according to this budget. <laughs> I'm a firm believer, man. I, I, you think I'm all yeah. fucking what, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, well, I, I think one of the the bad parts was not only the initial reception of it, you know, when mm-hmm. it was announced, because that was really mm-hmm. when you saw the the buzz, but yeah. then when it became to light that it was not only, I mean, I guess it was originally two, you knew you were limited per season, mm-hmm. but also you're limited, what is it, every two minutes? One of these things drops? Uh, yep. So this was almost like back to the curse of Osiris, the XP grind, right? The XP, when people discovered the, the that, throttle. it was the same yes. thing. And it was like, yes. how did you not learn that? And how was there? And I, yes, it wasn't the, the developer's decision I mean, to do yeah, this. It was obviously financial people. But like, mm-hmm. how did somebody not bring that up and say, like, don't you remember what happened then? Yeah. And how many players we lost? But you know, I guess maybe back then the the content wasn't as good. Maybe in Curse of Osiris, <laughs> where now you know you have Alta Glass coming back, you have you know all these different things that you can do these these weekly missions right. and that that it is going to be there is content there for you to jump yes. in. So at least you can Absolutely. say, hey, we see that we're looking at it. Go right. check out all this other content yes, that you're going to exactly. know and love. And go look at the world's race, the world's yes, first yes. race. Go look at this. Yep. It's great. Go, squirrel. And <laughs> so, like you said, they, I see them eventually at some point. Yeah, backing yeah, down. It, and I, they always do. I mean, Bungie, that's a thing, do. man. For what it's worth, they always listen to the community. And mm-hmm. the, the Destiny community is about the most predictable gaming community of all. Like, it's always yeah. the hype. And then the content comes out <laughs> and then it drops and everybody yeah. hates. And then the hype again, it's just, it's just constant back and forth. I mean, it's... It's yeah, crazy, right. man, but this that's is the way it right. is, I guess. I, I agree. I, I think you're absolutely right. It's it's, it's a funny, it's a fun journey <laughs> yeah. that, you, that you have to not deal with consistently and right. talk about the same thing yep. over and well, over and over dude, again. Dude, that's what I always told people was like, Guardian Radio, and I mean, even you guys doing your show, mm-hmm. Destiny is like the golden goose that just keeps on giving. Keeps on like, giving, baby. It is yeah. the greatest <laughs> game to podcast about because- yes. There's always something to talk about, <laughs> whether it's controversy or whatever. There is always something in this community that's just right. it's, like I don't even think like you can go search like World of Warcraft podcast and there's maybe mm. four or five. Yeah. Search Destiny, there's probably oh, forty. Oh, like oh, it was, it's just it's crazy, insane. man. There's so many because mm-hmm. there's always something, and so everybody in this community is so passionate, and that's yes. a great thing. It really is. 
It's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, the passion Absolutely. is always off the charts, but then it turns around and it's yeah. like, depending on where, which direction that passion <laughs> yeah, I was gonna points, say, which direction gonna be, is it going? It's going to be yep. potentially pretty fiery and spicy. So that's always the yep. other fun side of it. Yeah. So before we get into Vogue, because that's not yes. quite here, that will be launching yes. tomorrow. Wanted to get your take on another spicy topic in the world of the game right now, and it's the side that doesn't get a lot of love at the moment, and that's Crucible. (laughs) So, from an outsider's perspective, and you kind of jump in occasionally, and you play don't that often, what does the world of Crucible look like to you from the outside, from the Twitter feeds, when you jump in? How is that just as something when you log in? What is that world like to you? Well, somebody, I think it might have been you, Ivanza, said it earlier when you were talking about them creating an MMO and you said that, you know, they might say like, oh, we're not going to put our focus on PvP. I almost jumped in and said like, haven't they already done that? Like there seems to be no focus at all on PvP. It says an outsider looking in and seeing the PvP community just kind of in shambles. Like when's the last time there's been a new map? Two years. Talk to him. Two years? Two years. It was because you had... Oh, my God. Like, what is yeah. going on going with on. that? Like, that is... To me, that's that's mind-blowing. Like, it's, and especially because that was, like, one of the selling points of the game going free-to-play. PvP was free for everybody. So yes. why wouldn't you want people jumping in? I mean, look what they're going to do with Halo Infinite. Obviously, it's yes. not Bungie. It's 343. PvP is free. Mm-hmm. Because they, they look at games like CSGO, like, you know, Valorant, uh, any of these multiplayer games... That's where your community can start, and then you could transition them over. So to me, the fact that there's no new maps in there to appease that community is just, I don't know what they're doing over there. That, that to me is just crazy. Um, but as somebody who at one point enjoyed Crucible, for me, dude, I don't even touch the Crucible anymore, man. Especially having not played it, you know, keeping up with the game. Whenever I go in, and I try yeah. to go in one point at an Iron Banner and just even try to do just, uh, you know, a regular match, I don't have the weapons anymore, you know, because yeah. I'm constantly going through that leveling grind every time I log in I'm just swapping to the most powerful weapon that I have and it's never anything that's good at crucible which again you know you can always switch back because if you're not as long as you're not an iron banner the weapons don't matter but I just I don't have the the meta weapons right now so it's always like I'm always at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. and that's kind of led me to go back to where I originally started as a Bungie fan with Halo. Halo, Mm. you know, the original, you know, Halo CE, Mm -hmm. Halo Combat Evolved. I got a Series X here, you know, luckily I was able to get one at launch and have been playing the hell out of the Master Chief collection. I've I've rediscovered my love for the Halo multiplayer again. And, you know, I I was trying to put my finger on what it is about that game. And I, I remember talking about it on Guardian Radio and I've talked about it even on other podcasts that I've been on talking about Destiny. And I know this is a, somewhat, again, another hot, spicy Ooh, take for it. some let's people that play Destiny. But I believe mm-hmm. that Halo still to this day is still mm-hmm. played because the way that game was built was you had set loadouts. You right. had power weapons on the map and the right. game all came and, and you had a little bit of a higher time to kill. And it all came right. down to truly map knowledge. Yes. Knowing where those power weapons were, knowing what those timers are. And then it comes down to the skill of knowing these are the tools mm-hmm. that I have at me right now. Right. You know, Ibantis, you may shoot me first. But I can still outplay you because I know the map. I know where I am in the map. I know the mm-hmm. tools that I have. And multiple times going back to play that game. I can outplay people sometimes where right. destiny get, is to the point now where I don't feel like I can do that anymore. And, right. you know, I don't know if that's really just uh, um, that I'm not in the meta or if it's because they add in the the idea of the class abilities, which are super fun, getting supers right. and all that. But like 
had me thinking like, and I've said this before, why don't they create a game mode where it's, mm-hmm. here's the Crucible, Lord Shaq says, all right, Guardians, you know, take off your armor. Mm-hmm. Every Guardian wears the same suit of armor. And maybe yeah. every week have set weapons that you start with, but you can make it lower friendly where it's like, these, yeah. are, these are the weapons this week. And then you have, sure, you can build your super throughout a match, but then there's like a power weapon in right. Halo. There's a super drop that drops in the middle. So teams start fighting over this part of the map because they know the super, the instant super drops at this time frame and everybody's fighting over there for it. It's just, I don't know, there's something about playing Halo that to me seems so much more competitive and so much more, I mean, fair is not the right word, but it's like just skill-based, I guess. Where Destiny, it's like, if I don't have the meta, and I know the idea of them wanting it to be your guardian across all all play of Destiny, and I get that. Like, that's super cool and that's fun. But as somebody trying to come back to it now, and then I can even imagine somebody that's new to Destiny trying to get into it, sure, throwing supers around is fun, mm-hmm. but getting hit by supers and shot by you know a hand cannon from halfway across the map that you don't have, that you will mm-hmm. never have, mm-hmm. you're just going to quit, you know, because it's yeah. like, screw this, I'm out. And you're going to yep. go play Call of Duty or whatever, you know, yep. which I don't know. That's kind of where my take is. And then, but whenever I say that, people always say like, well, we had something like that when Destiny 2 launched and the, you know, PvP community hated it because they, wasn't that like the- and I mean, primaries I was there and stuff for, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. people were all like, it was all primaries and it, it killed the meta, but it was like, so what What was different about that time of Destiny 2 and mm-hmm. let's say a Halo 3? Like, what is it about that that was different? Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can put my finger on was it was a time to kill was a little bit longer in Halo. And then you had power weapons on the map. And then, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know really what else it was, yeah. but there's something about Halo to me that mm-hmm. now is so much more fun than going to play Destiny. And like, if I had the choice, oh, it's no. like Halo all day, man. And that's why like Halo Infinite, I am super stoked for to go play that. I get uh, it. Wh- I get it. No, I mean, it, ma- it makes sense for you because, um, you know, being that the, the, those guys, the originators, and like you said, it's about map control. It's and let's be real, it's 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 balance. You know, it's it's separating. It you know, because the, the, one of the indictments you you said it perfectly. You've gone away. You come back now to play PvP, but you don't have the meta weapon, so you don't really stand a fighting chance unless you've mm-hmm. been consistently in involved with the meta and knowing what's going on, and then got to attain it before you can even jump in there. So yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, but just back to your overall point. You know, again, I've never seen such neglect like this. And the, the issue to me, like, and I said it at nauseum, other other podcasts, just that, again, if if resources are issue, or that's fine. But the fact that they're not communicating it, that's is yeah. a little troubling yeah. to me. Yeah, man. Because it is it is beyond the butt of every joke. It is it's really bad. And this was a you know I remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. Didn't you guys used to have like the, the crucible guys and devs on and stuff like that back yeah, in the man. day? Yeah, yeah like definitely. Not, was yeah. was Nooski and those guys? Yep, totally. And, yeah, totally. Yeah. I remember listening to those episodes and you would get these very in-depth discussions about the meta and the decision making behind things. And that that doesn't even exist anymore. Like those type of deep dives and conversations. Like, remember we, we'd be like, "Hey, it's John from the Crucible team here," and you know, yeah. we, like you don't even hear from them anymore. I mean, like, dude, nah. I, I'm I'm so good friends with Swain from Crucible Radio, yeah, which doesn't exist anymore. Exist. How, how could it even even if those guys had kept going? How could it possibly exist today? Exactly. Yeah. There's no way. Like, I mean, I'm sure if you want to just keep talking about mm-hmm. the same thing every week, but right. there's nothing there's new. There's no way I to talk about it. the Crucible. It's That's crazy. Why I shout, like shout out Mercules, Fallout, Fallout, um, yeah, Fallout, Fallout. Uh, cool Trisky, guy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Those guys keeping the torch going because I mean they're really good, especially with the with the in depth aspects, the intricacies. But it, it it it's just one of those things where it's like, what is going on? 
why are you not talking to at least give us an expectation as to when you may address it? And then we got to talk e about the elephant in the room, which is, again, this supposed new IP that maybe PVP focus are all the resources there. Like what's happening? But yeah. it's their duty to communicate. I mean, new seasons come out. And we don't have a map to match the, you know what I'm saying? One map. Not How one. do you not have one map a season? How do you not have one map, map with Europa? Yeah. That planet is ro- begging to get you- played on. <laughs> begging to be played on a snow map. Ooh, I mean, come yeah. on. You could even put on a white shader, which I don't even know if we're going to get tomorrow. Um, <laughs> all of that stuff's a thing. Shadow but no, way. like one thing that you said, Mark, too, and like over way too many episodes and probably yours as well. I feel like the idea of that mode where set loadouts... And kind of like you can pick your options where it's perfectly balanced, like gear is pretty standardized. You just got like set specs would give people, especially as you said, like you or a new player, a chance to jump in and kind of understand PVP mm-hmm. without having crazy ability spam. People have a hundred like intellect specs, so they instantly get their super and they get it back again. And then they've got this hand cannon, as you said, with 5000 rank. And I know it's a joke, but all of these things that people have grinded for and a new person comes in is like, holy bee, and they can't. And they can't get on board with this. And they're like, this is yep. a way too big of a hill to climb. How much mm-hmm. time do I have to put in to get reasonable at this? And it's like, there's a lot of work that you got to put in, a lot of different guns that you got to go get. And then the skill ceiling of movement, everything else to learn. But there's no like leveled playing field. And one thing, it's like, shout out to Division. Trust me, it has its ups and downs. Yeah. But one of the modes, and actually I heard it was actually kind of working on coming back, is survival. Mm. And that's this weird thing about a battle royale that does have, and I guess it's probably that ease of access for a lot of people. You can hop in and know nothing, but you know everybody Mm -hmm. else is at least starting at the same same point every match. The same, yeah. So like whether Mm -hmm. they pick up a cool gun, like, hey, they got it that match. But if we start the next round, we're all flying in empty handed. And it's like, I'm not a huge fan of battle royals, but there is something about that of at least I know everybody starts the same. Somebody could be better than me, totally know where to go, better at those quick gun plays in like the high tent settings. That's fine. But... If I step into a match and I just know I'm behind from the good from the get go, that's tough. And I I do like I like what you said. People haven't played in a while. Play every so often. If there was a mode to just be like, I want to play some standardized Destiny PvP, and it's like they they won't do that. And I think that Ooh. whole standard, yep. like certain like you know, a couple pulse rifles, hand cannons, scouts, a couple primaries where you can pick from. You got a shotgun, a fusion, like one of each basic weapon yeah. you can pick, and they're they're gonna balance that one mode to be as perfect as possible. And it's like you could have like pure skill in there, you could lower the ability times, you could mess with stuff. They have crucible as well, which are crucible. Right, labs. Keep keep crucible, keep yeah. that up. People want that, but like give this other playlist. And you know, I just I don't know, man. It's one of those weird things. And the other thing to think about too is you know, I know with some conversations I've had with not only Bungie developers, but other people in the industry, I mean, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, it, it's obvious right now, the best advertising for a game is Twitch or, yes. or live YouTube. People love just watching yes. people play video games. Yes. Go back to, sure, we would have the big raids come out and everybody's, you know, checking out, you know, goth and bro man back mm-hmm. in the day, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all that for the, the PVE stuff, but they weren't going to them for PVP. What kept Destiny at the top of that for the longest time was... Mm-hmm. Your true Vanguard, all these guys playing PvP, all of that. And Reach. now, sure, some of them are still dabbling in it, but it's just, it's not like it used to be. And I think if you were at least putting out new maps, you'd at least have people going in there. And then, but like a standardized playlist really then levels it up to, it's yes. all about that skill. And yes, I mean, any of the bigger games right now on Twitch, a lot of them are, you know, I mean, yeah. a lot of them are Battle Royales, of course, but mm-hmm. it's, it's this PvP. You know, people want to watch PvP. And right now your game is out there. 
as a free-to-play game, so you want to get people playing your game and you're not putting out new PvP content. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you're just, you're just right there. You're automatically just totally just not, like, just, I guess, uh, what do you want to say? Just avoiding a whole new potential yeah. audience that could be there for you. And it's, it, to me, it's, it, that's just crazy. I don't understand completely, it. Completely agree. It's yeah. baffling. No, nope, that one's a little on the mind-boggling side, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but we do have some things going on in the PvP world, shockingly, because we always do. Mm-hmm. And this has got to feel like year one of your podcast was we're talking about the Vault of Glass again. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got the first reissue raid. We're actually going to get to use that little Legends tat, little button on the director. And we get to go back into the Vault of Glass tomorrow. And... For obviously my co-host, this is a special piece because when it comes to raid rankings, it sits at the top above everything else for this man. Pretty much no matter what. I don't think I've seen anything knock it off its pedestal yet. So I got to start with you and then we'll get to Mark. But as this is your this is your baby. How how are you feeling going? And we're 24 hours, 26 hours away at this point. How how are you doing? Are yeah. you are you jumping out of your skin? You got your team ready. You got your like food and everything. You going for the <laughs> long haul? I mean, where are we at? Where are we at? It, oh man, it's, we we on the eve of greatness, man. I mean, this is this is special for me. I mean, you you know the story. You know, it, it's one of those things. You know, Vogue literally prevented me from throwing Destiny in the trash. <laughs> literally, because I I was very jaded. I was very you know concerned about the game i didn't understand you know what the mmo in the console space was so you know when people were telling me about oh no you gotta get to level 30 you gotta get to you gotta do the raid and i'm like eh, i already beat the campaign but you know i remember again just starting the spire and opening that bad boy up and and going in there and, and the jumping puzzle and, and just the mystery of it all and then obviously to um to the atheon fight the oracles all the different encounters and saying okay Again, I wasn't a wild guy. Like I, I never experienced anything on that level cooperatively in a video game. Six players, no help. You don't know what's going on. So yeah, for this is special. You know, um, I'm very excited because there are a lot of my team that came in at Destiny Two and never had that luxury of really doing Vogue. You know, and for me, there's that curiousness. Okay. What do they change? What, <laughs> yeah, like, man. Do, do, do I expect like a major, major change? Probably not. But I, I'm <clears> curious <throat> to see what nuances, how it translates next gen. And then this is a, a unique world first because it's like everyone's 1300. So it's full accessibility from the jump. Everyone can jump in. Right. And then you throw, okay, the world first there means beating it, but then beating it into special Again. challenge mode. Where you don't know, and it's an automatic. Like, so it's a whole new dynamic. I'm excited. I'm excited. We got to see what's going on. And then, of course, the weapons. Come on. You oh, know man. what I'm saying? <laughs> Mythic class, fate bringer. You know, again, one of the reasons why it ranks so high, because my, my, my raid rankings are, are very complicated. The reason why, <laughs> yes. Nostalgia, yes. I'll be the first to admit you will always give me crap and people give me crap. You know, you're prisoner of the moment. King falls better. I always tell people 1A, 1B, 1C, however you want to rank it. But the reason being is that, again, and I've always, and again, not to attack King's Fall because King's Fall is amazing. But my main reason is I always feel rewards don't get valued in, enough in my ranking system for raids, Right. And and vaulted glass, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's good, man. Iconic weapons in this thing, and I'm dying to see how they translate. So, look, 
you know, it's, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. It's on a Saturday. Thank God. I, I get yeah, everybody in. And I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm hype. I, I even hit you up. I was like, bro, if you ain't got nobody, I'll get the crew. We're going to go over to I PC. I think I got it, basically. I think okay, I got, cool. I got I, enough. I told so I like, I'm actually going to bring my brother in. So oh, going to bring Stone, Stone Wolf in. Okay, yep, got a couple okay. other people. So we got just a kind of a mixed crew. Um, good. Because I don't good, have good. any of my, my original players that I played with even probably still touching the game. So, yeah. but no, for me, it's like, it is one of those, <clears throat> it's on a Saturday. It's, yeah. it's going to be weird because mm-hmm. it's a new raid in destiny Two. It's going to look, it's going to look amazing on PC. I'm waiting yeah, for that man. because Ooh. like you take this thing, you know, high resolution, high frame rate, however, you know, mm-hmm. fancy you can play next gen consoles field mm-hmm. of view for everybody is going to be a little different animal. All that stuff is going to look really cool, but it's also going to be very strange to be like, it's a new raid, but I feel like I already know most of the encounters and what to do. There's going to be tweaks and there might be wyvern champions oh, totally yeah i know that stuff i was like and i'll get to those like speculations of what you guys think but it's also the first time very weirdly to go into a raid and you know kind of you know have most of it in your head already going in because we've experienced but mm-hmm. there's also half the people who probably haven't touched it ever seen it no mm-hmm. idea what the hell's coming so i will be right. curious also when we get done say next week to know mm-hmm. with the knowledge that we've got and then also experiencing something like Last Wish, which is just mm. insanely complicated. Mm. You know, 18 hours was the first clear. The oh, yeah. depth of the mechanics in a Last Wish versus, you know, Vogue. It was not mm. as complicated as some of the stuff they have made now. So I'm very curious how they balance adding mm. a little with, but, you know, still giving it the proper treatment to still be Vogue. So I'm very curious. And I wanted to ask you guys, what changes do you want to see what do you think would be just crazy where do you see changes coming and then just you know mark as well where, where are you sitting at as uh you know seven years ago and now we're back in time so <laughs> well yeah. one one change that i i hope is there and if it's not i think it's a complete miss what what number chest was the one that everybody still has been looking for is it like the six seventh ch- or eighth six, chest or, six like, or seventh chest yeah yeah like there's a seventh chest in the vault of glass if there is not an extra chest in this vault <laughs> in this vault they failed right there failure <laughs> absolute failure they, it's gotta be there right they have luke smith you better be hiding that chest in this in this grave because if not uh yeah you're crazy but it, just real quick before, before we talk about this dude like this to me vault of glass like a, a lot of it is the nostalgia of it and the unknown and a little insider baseball for guardian radio and i'm not gonna go. i'm not gonna say who it was or anything but um and it wasn't me i'll tell you that much it wasn't mm-hmm. me but we knew that there was a a very tight clan pre destiny one coming out that mm-hmm. went to Bungie, did a play test of a raid. And the, this was a team that played a lot of halo. They played a lot of battlefield. And mm-hmm. afterwards these guys could not complete it. And so for me, like I had heard about raids and obviously world of Warcraft. Like I said, I never really got into raiding and all that. So for me, this was really my first thing. I'm like, how can they be playing like a shooter game and not be able to complete it? Like I didn't, it wasn't comprehending yeah. to me that, you have these mechanics where everybody yes. had to do their own part. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, Vault of Glass comes out and I actually didn't run it blind. I had a, um, some, a group of guys that, you know, a couple of listeners and that, and then mm-hmm. some of us on the original guardian radio ran through it. But that experience still to this day is one of the just most incredible experiences when they're like, okay, you need to go stand over here and then you may go through this portal. And if you go through this portal, you got to look up, but you got to keep moving because your screen's going to go black. And if your screen goes black, <laughs> we're all dead. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? And then, you know, you start doing it and you start getting it. And it's like, all right, well, when you come back out, we all got to run to the centerpiece and, you know, shoot at this guy. And I mean, the completion of that was just awesome. And having the jumping puzzle and just the, the oh, aesthetic. God. 
of the aesthetic of the raid is just awesome. And even oh, just yeah. the the idea of opening it was Ooh. awesome. Now, we do know with this, right? I mean, we, we're going to have to open it, but it's yep. not going to be obviously in a public right. space because we're, right. we're not going to be doing But just that's going to be, I think, a lot of fun, which I have a feeling there's going to be... It's going to be difficult to open the vault. I think a lot of people are really? kind of just thinking like, oh, we're going to be able to get in and just do it like we used That's to. You're point. talking about champions getting thrown down. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take for the first team to open that vault? I guarantee you it's going to take a little while. There's going to be something point. new to crack this thing open. The Vex are not just going to put this thing out and have it be like it used to be. You know that. This isn't going to be the same. You think it is, but it's not. They're definitely going to... Um, you know, make it a little bit different. Oh, but small um, shout out to the man who probably knows what the Vex is doing. Shout out to Bife. Previous yes. on yes. Radio. He, probably he would know yeah. all the lore. But he actually, I wanted to say of this course. morning, uh, he wanted to say hi to you directly because I tweeted out the thumbnail this morning and it was wrong. Thank you, all of you who nobody oh, noticed nice. it, by the way, because it's a season of The Chosen. And he's like, by the way, it's yeah, I'm just in like detail mode and I caught this one thing. By the way, shout out, say hi to Mark for me. So Bife says hi, by the way, wanted to let that one know, but also thank you all of you who no one caught the thumbnail. It's been fixed now, (laughs) but yeah, I wanted to say like, if you want to know what the Vex is doing, he's the one you want to go. He's all about the lore videos this season. He's got tons of stuff to talk about. So sorry, back to you. I just had to get that shout out from him. I, you know, I talked about being kind of always behind in the story, like Bife's videos are the way I catch up on story. Still, I've been doing it since you know the very beginning, and still to this day, it's Bife. You know, go go see what Bife what video he put out about the lore, and I'll I'll be able to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, do we know? Because the, the first run I did in Vault, I got Vision of Confluence, okay, which was my scout rifle through basically all of Destiny One. I would always have mm-hmm. this thing equipped, kind of level it up as much as I could until you know we we couldn't do it anymore. Is that going to be a drop? In I this? believe it is. Because I hear a lot of people talking Faebringer, Bringer, they're yeah. talking Vex. Yeah, Not, if you want to go it. into spoiler-ish stuff, you can look at the Vault of Glass gear. There's a bunch of mods that have okay. leaked out. But <clears> if you guys don't want to hear it, fair warning. I'm just going to list them off real fast so you guys Good know. Warned. We've got five, four, three, two, one. You've been warned. Spoiler. Fatebringer, Can Cannon, Prey Death Revenge, Sniper, Ooh. Vision of Confluence, Scout, Found verdict, shotgun, corrective mm-hmm. measure, machine gun, he's in vengeance, mm-hmm. rocket launcher, and I believe that's all of them. And then they have a time lost version as well. And of course, Vex. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Those are the ones we're aware of. Okay. And now, right now, though, and I mean, I don't want to go back to PvP, but like scout rifles are pretty weak in the game right yeah. now, right? Is that kind yeah. of how's so? That, it's like, I'm like, I would love to go play. Everybody? I would love to play and get the vision of confluence, but it's like, if it's not going to, you know, do me any good, what's the point, right? Yeah, like, why, it's not, why? It's not. I don't know. They, they, there's actually a big uproar right now with Hunger. Sure. That's all I wanted to bring thing. that up and be like. I just got it. And I'm like, Scouts are just not in a good place no. in D2. Oh, man, that's all and I rolled like, in Destiny 1, man. Bro, Hungry was Hungry, iconic. Yeah. And Absolutely. it's just like, I looked at it. I, I looked at what the RPM was. I was like, oh, definitely not. It, I was like, yeah, it's it, it just, it's just, even with the the roles are good, they have great perk combinations, but you know, it's just Bungie is insistent that they don't want to reward scout play, that long distance, you know, safe kind of play style, and scouts continue to suffer. They they've made they they've actually said it. They've actually made a conscious decision because even with the last update, the only thing they did to them was the um, aim, assist. aim assist. Yeah, yeah. And so what? Yeah. What don't they want people? Is that in PvP? They don't want people it, doing that? It, yeah, I mean, well, either. Like, it's either. the same thing I okay. feel like why snipers are not in the place they used to be as well. Yeah. They don't want to <sighs> sit back and shoot from a safe space. Yeah, they hate that. 
And it's like Man, they're trying like to push. That was Destiny One, dude. With my vision, and then you have your icebreaker, and you're like, pop, 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 with the icebreaker, switch they, over. They and hate you. They the, hated oh, you. <laughs> Everything about that. But the game that. was so much fun, fun, man. Like that was it, dude. That was it. I'm with you, bro. And, and what it is <sighs> is they're trying to force this playstyle with and get the other weapons up the part. I mean, in their defense, I would say the other archetypes have come up as a whole, and it's probably the most Balanced has been from a meta as far as weapon archetypes you could use and actually be competitive, except Scout. <laughs> except Scout, because Scout, yeah, they just like it, it, it sucks, you know. They, they, they're anti sitting the wells, just melt something from a distance, you know, kind of thing, sitting in a bubble kind of thing. And, and, that, and that's the part that's, that's troubling because we know how iconic these weapons were. Hung yeah. jury, you know what I'm saying? Vision, you know. We know it, and it's just like, man, it just doesn't feel good to see them as mm. average weapons yeah, I mean, in it, this and meta. It's like, sadly, one more time, what's going to be the highly sought-after gun? A hand cannon, because I swear, whoever makes the sandbox loves hand cannons and nothing else, because Fatebringer mm-hmm. is the one. What is the meta in PvP? Like, those are... The way that some hand-ins can, like, compete with, like, pulse rifles, even, for example, still yeah, astounds me the range that hand cannons have, like... 120s yeah. to a point i'm just like how are you how, how? okay this is not, oh, i'm fine okay yeah it's like anything that says rifle versus what looks like a giant ass revolver sorry language for the first time Ooh. yeah it's like somehow those two should not be the same accuracy at range yeah. in yeah, my head that breaks no, my mind sometimes so but yeah it's like there are some iconic weapons but as you guys said it's like is the nostalgia gonna be fun but then is the loot gonna be worth it and then also they're, you know, toying with first the challenges, which are going to be 24 hours and they're going to bring them back a little later in the season. And then master difficulty. Is that where the time lost come in? But again, what's going to be the difference? What makes a vision like, OK, so I got the time lost. Maybe that's like the master difficulty for mm. vision. If scouts still suck, that still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, for me, Just it's like something of it, cool. I guess. Yeah, it's like so you can look up some of the perk pools on these things. And they look cool, and you've got some possible awesome combinations. But again, certain archetypes still just dominate other ones, so you're going to be pushed mm-hmm. still into a certain direction. So it is yeah. – I'm still very curious to see how ever the dust settles once this weekend is done of nostalgia and you know how they make the changes to the raid. Do they keep it close but give it some fun tweaks? Do champions make it unfun? What is Master going to do? This season to see how they handle, because honestly, this is probably going to, they're probably already working on it if they're going to, but picture mm-hmm. a King's Fall during Witch Queen. I, like, I literally Literally see a this, year yeah. later from now, your six yeah. month like next raid that they release, mm-hmm. that just is screaming King's Fall as a throwback Absolutely. because that's the number two. If you're going to bring else anything back, like, you know, raid that they can put the fresh coat of paint on, give you mm-hmm. more content six months mm-hmm. from the expansion. That mm-hmm. is the one before you would ever touch Siva because that breaks other story stuff, I'm sure. But or Crota, mm-hmm. right? Even before yeah, you try to Crota, Crota too. People always say that's a dungeon, but I still had fun in it. Um, I loved it. I did too. Mm-hmm. I had fun. But yeah, like that, was, that was my first blind raid. So to me, the, the nostalgia of that was oh, just yeah, it was epic, man. Yep, mm-hmm. it was fun. Um, but yeah, it's like that's kind of where I am very curious where the dust settles after this weekend because. You know, you get to log into Venus. I'm going to turn around and look at that blue <clears> lava <throat> volcano in the sandbox mm-hmm. and be like. This is awesome. You're going to have your invisible walls be like, okay, I'm stuck here. <laughs> and then you're <laughs> yeah. funneled in. And as you said, is the opening going to be hard or is this thing going to get knocked out in like two hours? I'm so curious to see how this goes. Yeah, because have, we're, we're, you got to get Mark. I want to say real quick, have they said is Vault of Glass leaving next season? 
Or well, is it staying it's it's in the game stay around? Now. Yeah, it should it's stay, stay around. Now, that's the other thing is, again, you know, I kind of just look at the Destiny community from afar now. Mm. So Deep Stone Crypt, mm. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter anymore. Mm. It does. But it doesn't oh, matter anymore, oh, right? Probably yeah, goals or anything like yeah, that. They, yeah, what are you guys' thoughts it. on that? I mean, I see a lot of people kind of upset Ooh, with that because it's like, hey, I paid for that raid. Get Even though me. everybody's getting vaulted glass free, that's cool. But like, I paid for that raid. Like, I should be able to run that. Literally, how are you guys heard, feeling about that? Oh, I went. Mm-hmm. I had my two cents last time, but basic for okay. me was no. I went off because you paid for an expansion. While this is a free raid, it's an old raid. If you paid for Beyond, somebody could sit there and pay for Beyond Light today, and it's not considered a pinnacle. And they may not have had the expansion yet, but they're new. Cool. Here's Beyond Light. Here's a raid. Well, there's some weapons in there, but it's not going to help you level up anymore. But this is a raid. This is yeah. like really tough stuff. Still, it's no. really the current like, raid, right? It's the current right. expansion raid. Yeah. It's, like, the it's the current the story raid. This and they yeah. and I knew. Also, my curiosity changed when there's they're like on the legends tab. I was like, oh, they're just sit putting vault of glass in a little, you know, isolated little bucket that's not actually in the world. It's just an old raid experience. And I'm like, so you're mm-hmm. literally putting it in there, and you still turn off the pinnacles. It's 10 levels of pinnacles and you already did the um, mm-hmm. contest mode for vault. It wouldn't matter if people were 1310 or 1320 going in. 1300 is high as going to matter tomorrow. So it mm-hmm. didn't matter at all. And they took it away and then they took the value out of the biggest piece of the year, which is the paid expansion. No, that right. that irked me a lot. And I saw other people saying it too, that no, that was, but also, I mean, the weirdest thing is the raid lost its pinnacle status, but like. The 10 minute exo simulation min- mission or yeah, the empire hunts that are still tied to that expansion, those are pinnacles. Those are pinnacles. Which are yeah, much those shorter. Have, yeah. <laughs> and then your entire Deep no Stone sense. Crypt crazy raid that's awesome with like A tracks and everything that broke people. Oh, nah, that one's so not. Great. I'm like, I don't understand that. That at is all. a great raid. That's yeah. crazy, man. And they clarified multiple times that, yeah, it's intentionally not pinnacle. I was like, okay, you're just, yep, they embraced it. So, no, I was not a fan at all. I couldn't stand yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't they, make sense to me at all, man. Yeah, they're trying to. It, it, it's forced engagement. They, they, they're trying to push everyone into Vault, and, and I get it. And to me, it's like Vault didn't even need, Vault is going to stay on its own regardless. And like you yep. said, Mark, this is paid content. This is the expansion. Like I, I did not like that decision at all. You know, and we we've all been beating the drum. How come it, it, at least at the very minimum, there's not a raid? pinnacle rotation yes. weekly list like you know this week hey if you jump in this you're gonna get a pinnacle you know uh, last wish this you know next week or whatever at least do that because we do recognize this is premium content and it's being neglected and again they're forcing this into vault which is nice but you can't do that to deep stone you can't do that. and that's yeah. a great raid that is that is a really strong raid so yeah it's, it's disappointing it's very disappointing the way they, they yep. handle that in my opinion I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. as you said, the rotating pinnacles for both dungeons and raids, <clears throat> I feel like it's really got to be thing. By the time Witch Queen comes out, if they don't do that and they just keep rotating through, there's just a lot of amazing things that there's no incentive to run. So unless I'm just like, hey, a whole bunch of people that I play with, you guys want to drag this person through a cool raid? It's fun mm-hmm. every so often, but like, do I get anything from it as somebody who plays? They did the spoils yep. as this like, you know, small addition, but outside of that... And they even took yep. most of the spoils out of Deepstone Crypt. I'm like, yeah, like what why? is going on? Why, like, it. why <sighs> remove the incentive to run it? Like, I don't. Do you get guys it. know? Yeah. Has there been any data? And I don't even know how you would really find this because I remember, like, with Guardian Radio to see raid completions, we would always look at right. trophies and things like that. Yeah. Right. But is there? Have there been any numbers? And I don't think they would ever release this of how many people got or played Beyond Light with Game Pass. 
That's a good point. Because technically it's, it's free then, right? It's yeah. Free, so, yeah. I mean, Deep Zone Crypt, if it was a lot of Game Pass people, it's free. Now it wasn't free on PC, right? Because right. Destiny 2 yeah, is not right. on Game Pass yet. Right. Um, and maybe that was kind of their mindset. It was like a lot of people just kind of on this platform played it for free. So screw it. We'll just kind of put it off to the side. But but again, then they're giving you Vault of Glass for free. So it's like, well, then, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to kind of put these out there. Right. Um, yeah, it's I don't actually, know, man. It's it weird. just didn't seem to be yeah. necessary to take one, nope. to take it away for, especially mm-hmm. when they lowered the 10 down. It was like we, the whole power, the leveling thing is a, like, that's a mm-hmm. podcast in itself. But yeah. like now we're down to 10 power levels. It's just the pinnacle if you were caught up. So then you have the shorter grind, but then they just felt like lengthening your grind again by taking those right. pinnacles away is all they were doing. Right. Now you're two weeks later and being able to, you know, push for 1320 because right now you're mm. not like without the raid, especially with all those plus twos, you're not going to be like 1320. Most people, there are a few, I'm sure, but mm. most are not going to be there. So it's, right. it's very, very strange. Mm. Agreed. Let me step yep. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have a little bit of news, obviously. So you guys said 1300 is going to be the power cap period. That's contest mode. So from Saturday when it launches, which is 10 a.m. Pacific time, it's going to go live. Your contest mode is going to be active. So as long as you're 1300, you don't need to be any higher. And that is the highest you'll be able to be for basically any encounter. Um, but then they have challenge mode. So you're going to go through as a fire team, beat it once. And then if you're going for the belt, which is a silver belt instead of a gold, because it is a reissued raid, they did make that distinction. Right. Um, you're going to have challenge modes. And I wondered if you guys wanted to go through the encounters, how you guys think each of the encounters, because the main four, obviously, you said the entrance. You've got the Oracle whole fight and, you know, taking yep. them all out. Then you've <laughs> got, I guess there's five, because then you've got, what's the... Because then they start... Yeah, don't, yeah. Because don't you fight though the oracles, and then they start kind of coming up from the bottom too, right? Yeah, then after right. that, and then you've got the boss there, which I can never remember his name. Templar. Templar. Yep. And Templar, then you got the gatekeeper and Atheon. So there's five possible mm-hmm. places. So I wanted to kind of go through and see what you guys think for a challenge mode. From what you remember, how they can make that a bit spicier for the challenge mm. mode. So start with the entrance. What do you guys think? Because that's the three pillars on the outside. Yeah. Got to stand yep. on them to build them. And you've yep. got to keep people off of them long enough to make them built. So outside of that mechanic itself, yeah. what do you see? I think, Mark, you alluded to something that I think could happen. I think that could get crazy. Like they could throw yep. champions, unstoppables or something in there. Smart, like to really ramp up the intensity of having to. Because let's be real, it's standing on plates. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right, yeah. you know. What do you do? Like, and I think, yeah, like you, you really intensify. You really throw the kitchen sink at it. And it's not going to be other players in there, so you can maybe ramp up, you know, play account. Maybe not battlegrounds le- level, but get intense. But what, what do you think? You think that you know they, they could do that or add something else into it? What, what you feel? What What was the? Ra- I can't believe I can't think of the name. What's the raid? Where you, I mean, it was the the launch raid with D two with the um, Leviathan. The, Leviathan. Yeah. Leviathan. Mm-hmm. And there was the one part where you had to get the big keys and kind of yeah, slam the them down. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if there's some sort of things like that where it's not just standing on the plate? Like you have to go kill somebody oh. off in a corner, grab that, bring that back to bring the plate. That. And oh. then in the meantime, there's somebody who can come on the plate and basically make that. Because remember yep. that? They, they just kept coming at you. And then if eventually that key could disappear if enough guys yes. got on the, on the plate. Yep. I yes. could see them doing something like that. But layer mm-hmm. in, you're managing three plates at once yeah. you know it's not just so you're basically having two people where one's having to run and grab it bring it back mm-hmm. and it's on the complete opposite side even almost how um the siva raid you know how kind of you were always having to get yep. empowered yes. and like yes. you'd be empowered on one side but have to quickly run to the other could mm-hmm. be something like that where you have to run to the other side grab mm-hmm. whatever and quickly get back or else that thing may expire there's a timer on it i could see them doing something like that rather mm-hmm. than just stand on plates fight waves mm-hmm. of enemies you know that might be a cool way to kind of just add this neat little yeah. uh 
uh, stress factor to it yeah, to make yeah, it a little bit more difficult. I actually I like, like that. that. I like that. Yeah. To give you a little mm-hmm. more activity to do. Because if it's just defense and you're like, here's some champions, I think that would definitely be a missed opportunity to set if there's more activity. And to make it even longer, you could stand on the plates, but then it's like, okay, so, and it may be the rotation of the five. Maybe it's one key, as you said, at a time, and you kind of have to, like, shift the coverage because one person's got to run and go get it. And then you could have to hit all three. So, like, the shift to give the help where, you know, the isolated person's kind of on their own, still taking a bit of a beating. That would be, I like that. That's actually a really cool idea. That's actually pretty cool. See that? Hire me, Bungie. Come on. Yeah, see, there we go. Yep. Got the design. Uh, part two. So now we get down. Um, obviously, you know, they're going to kick you off the ledge up top. That's going to be just, you know, spawning with your allies, but oracles. So Ooh. normal mode, obviously we had our like three, four, five, six, I forget how many waves, like how you went through mm-hmm. them and mm-hmm. just kind of defending the confluxes. Where do you guys see changes here between guys, locations, weird Oracle locations? Where do you think they're going to change the curveball on the Oracle pl- run? I think sniper locations will be different if there's a way for yeah. them to do that. Because remember, you were always having to pick up those snipers up top. Like those one person always, always going to be like, those are going to be I'm on left. Champions. I got snipers. Like you just had to always be, yes. you know, on top of that. I could see them oh, moving good. somehow, or maybe some pieces in there. Some of those. That's the one mm. thing I'm interested. In. Like a lot of the pillars in that that we know mm-hmm. are they going to be in different places? And I think that's, that's one point. way they could actually. It's the same space, but mm. just you know, your jumps aren't going to be the same, which. I mean, I'm going to talk about the jumping puzzle as well, which I have a feeling is going to be completely different than what it was before. And you're not going to be able to cheese it by just floating across, you know, and then yeah. jumping. Um, it's going to be a jumping puzzle this time, Sloof friends. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. Gang, baby. That's so. the only time I like Volok. Floof gang. But I could see them doing that, putting, you know, different architecture kind of in the room. So then they're kind of hiding snipers and things like that up top right. um, and just making it a little bit more difficult, I think. One thing I hope they don't do, I, I hope they don't do anything with, with sequence, a specific sequence of, of order of doing stuff when it comes to yeah. challenges and stuff like that. That'll be brutal. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just wait, I'm waiting for the sound cues. I, I, for some reason, I don't know why I like the sound cues in that um, joint. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Just, I love it. I love it. Always, it's nostalgic for me. Um, yeah, we, we, we got to see. I, I, I'm very curious about that one because I'm like, what can you do? And you make some good points as far as like changing things up, positioning. But what can you really add to that? Make like maybe yeah. a mechanic? I don't know. I'm very curious because I think that has probably the some of the more potential besides we'll get to Atheon to really add new mechanics to 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 add a little flavor to just stand there and just shoot. So we'll see. What about you? E? What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, because that's the hard thing is because a lot of it is like everybody got to hold down their door. But I mean, we didn't have the abilities we do now, like a wave grenade and things where you can just wipe groups of enemies, not just like you could throw a grenade every so often. People go heavy into discipline, have their grenades up every so often, be sitting in the sun well, just absolutely, mm. you know, covering areas in, you know, defense and all this stuff coming out is just mm. going to die. So then you're, yeah. as you said, the snipers, I unfortunately, I'm going to probably call champion hobgoblins that i'm gonna absolutely Mm. hate with a loving passion i know it's gonna take some champions (laughs) and right now unfortunately that's definitely gonna be a scout rifle for barriers so those are gonna be barrier champions for sure facts um they have yet to do a wyvern champion and if they don't put this in vogue somewhere i was like this is this is the opportunity for them to make a wyvern champion i was like and i think this has got to be the one so that mm-hmm. would definitely throw a wrench into that entire encounter. Um, they could throw it in other places, but I think this would be the one where they'd be like, oh, this is going to be weird. 
I think that would be the perfect place. Maybe one, like one per conflux or something like that to just go, okay, this is big. Like that I think Mm -hmm. would be cool. A mess, don't get me wrong, but I think that would throw a wrench into things enough by, as you said, you still have the oracles, you got the confluxes, you got to defend without moving too much and the architecture changes, which will still probably be Mm -hmm. there, hopefully at least. Um, Mm. They do, I think some, as you said, they're already going to have the shield, so you're going to have that mechanic when it comes to the Templar. Mm -hmm. Those pieces will be there. I think for that oracle conflux fight, I think, yeah, I think it's probably going to be champion mess. That's my guess on that one. I, I don't know of a whole lot else I can think of. Overload Minotaurs mm-hmm. rushing the confluxes. Yeah, that's probable. <laughs> teleport, teleport. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Look, hi. Oh, crazy. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. after that one, hold on. What's the order? Get is the it, maze, right? Is it the Gorgon right. maze? Yeah. And the then the Gorgon, jumps, right? Yeah. Yep. So Gorgons. Do you guys think it's just going to be a different what? order or do you think they're even what? Gorgons? You know what? There's not, there isn't uh I guess it's not Vex technology, but what's the stuff they use? It was a lot. Of, you came across it in Shadowkeep a lot, where it was like the uh, the little like I call them trip mines, but the things that would freeze you in place. Oh, the fallen the fallen ones. Uh, whatever. It's like a circle, and you kind yeah, of step in like, it, like, yeah, it like locks you. Oh, I can see them doing something. That locks yeah. you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so oh, like your wow. whole team is like running, and you quickly oh, turn a corner, evil. and you're you're frozen, and it's like, all right, shoot it, like get out of it, because it's like locking you down. I could see them hiding something like that around there. So it's like you're trying to get through, and it's completely just stopping your team in place, and then of course you're gonna wipe. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they still have because there was a that chest that was there too. Remember, you could always kind of go off yep. to the side and get that chest. Always had to go get that, and then kind of come back and then go back through. Mm-hmm. And I hope that chest is still there. Mm-hmm. Um. But I could see them, yeah, just, again, maybe the architecture changing. It's not going to be the same maze route. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are going to have to relearn the the way the maze is. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe those Gorgons move a little bit faster this time. So you're going to kind of have to, about that. Yep. you know, rather than speed. just have them kind of be the slow and maybe even have their vision yeah. cone a little bit wider, maybe mm-hmm. just to make it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But there's going to be you. a lot of wipes in there. A yeah, I think oh, yes. so. I think I- I'm pretty confident that is going to be an aggressive hunting type situation because i feel like in d2 <clears throat> especially with um zero hour it, like they've gotten into a fun Trevor, little bag oh, yeah. with things chasing you and hunting you down and, and creating terror like creating true fear like all oh, yeah. is coming hurry up and, like, like thinking about what you're saying if they have some evil lockdown mechanics to avoid so that you don't get stuck in place and, and the goal guy sees i definitely think they're gonna have fun with that one that one, I, I am very curious because if they get ambitious with it, with truly giving you fear when that when that gaze come. <laughs> they could do something kind of crazy because you said Zero had made me think of something because as you mm-hmm. go through Zero Hour, where Trevor is at, specifically that mm-hmm. idea, you have the four switches you got to hit open the door. Oh, what if oh. when it comes to Vex, not switches, you got to get a couple people to stand on plates like you got to get a couple of people who know to stand on plates, get like mm. this unlocking tone. Then you guys can go for mm. like the final door run. Like you have to like unlock mm. the shield wall or something like that by getting to a couple different locations. Oh no, that that one they have a <laughs> lot of potential in there just to complete you know throw chaos in and see what absolutely happens. Which I cannot wait to see what they do. That's one I think as you said, there's a lot of potential for them to get really aggressive or yes. make something that nobody sees coming. So I hope that I one for sure is going to be mixed up. The Gorgons are kind of yeah. special. So I hope they're in there in some aspect, whether they're like, you know, old 
Gorgons or some other time thing related to them, but like I hope they're still there. Their sound effect still is terrifying. Like, ah, whatever they do, yeah. scream up <laughs> yes. every time. Yep. But yeah, when you get through that one, then we get to the jumps. <laughs> so you finally pop out and you're like, oh, okay. And then there's that other, you know, chest that you can run off to after that one when you fall down if you make that jump and hold it yep. and all that stuff. Um, but then you have the shortest jumping puzzle that looks short, but then yeah. nobody makes it. <laughs> Yeah, you have one guy make it and just sit there like, come on, guys, come like, on. come on, do this. It's like, I'm going to go <laughs> but, cook some burgers. I'll be back when yeah. you guys are down. But I mean, as even as a Titan, I mean, I was able, I remember I'd always wait. It would it would appear and I could do like, I think I would hit the first platform, the second platform, maybe the third. And then I could jump and go to the right. And I think Echo Doctrine said it in the bottom yep. that you could, I would basically just fall all the way down and kind of just slow mm-hmm. myself down a little bit so I wouldn't die. Yep. And you could land on the platform down there. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to let you do that this time. I think there's definitely going to be either that, you know, little area where you would land is just going to be gone and walled off, or there's just totally change in the way, mm-hmm. you know, the platforms spawn in, the location, mm-hmm. all that, um, which is fun, man. Like, that's the thing. Like, I loved even in, I mean, we mentioned even, um, was it Crota? Or no, King's Fall had the jumping King's puzzle, right? Yes, the big, yes, yes. Yeah, the big swings in those platforms. Yes. Like, that stuff is just fun, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I think they they'll have probably some of the most fun with that encounter. I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after the jumping puzzle, which we expect to be different, I wonder if they'll use that little portal down on the bottom that people you know kind of wonder from the Whisper of the Worm uh, mission that everybody joked Maybe. that you could see Vault through there, and it's the one where if you went down in Vault of Glass, you got to see that one. Um, so all of those little teases and Easter eggs are there. Then we get to Gatekeeper, and most people just nuked him from the back. Yeah, like he was not exactly an encounter. He was just sitting in the back. Yeah. Everybody sat back there, kind of sniped him from the doorway. Make sure you get your shots in, and then it opens up. Do you think they're going to make more out of that, or is he just like mini boss before you get to the main event? Big Mark, what you think? Well, I was going to say it was kind of funny. You mentioned Gatekeeper, and I was like, who? Like I don't even remember that because that's how <laughs> pointless that encounter yeah. was. It was just yeah. like you just melted him instantly every time. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I could see them doing that. I mean, why not? It just extends the rate a little bit more. Maybe put some sort of mechanic in him. I don't really know what it would be other than maybe just put more ads kind of around him. Um, mm. But I, I could see them doing that just to add a little flavor to it. Because, like I said, I mean, for many people, probably like me, he, he was just a nothing. Like, he, yeah. Yeah, I actually forgot about the gatekeeper because mm-hmm. you would just wreck him immediately. So I could see them adding something. What it is, I don't know, but um, I could see them doing that. Yeah. yeah and then thing. anything for you, Cog, on him? Just no, kind of no, no, see if, if something happens, you'll be basically surprised he's even a thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the big fight. So, Ooh. all right, Mr. Volta Glass. What do this you what do you think? Because this is one of the things that They've you love it. is splitting the team. I love it. I Split love it in it. half. You got the Oracle uh, fight. You gotta have the push Oracle. Push Atheon weapons. off the ledge, right? You're gonna push <laughs> yeah. him right off the ledge. And then pull <laughs> out your land cable, get your land cable, get him to kneel down for Crota. <laughs> I still can't believe that yeah. was figured out. That was still insane. I know. Uh, How crazy. It's just crazy. Guess so, Atheon, mm-hmm. what do you think? This is the one. They've got to do something iconic. You know, um, Guardians make their own fate is probably one of the more popular Destiny sayings in the history of Destiny. I mean, Luke Smith used it when he, they got away from from uh, Activision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, bro, it's popular. So yeah, like that. I'm expecting. Maybe I'm getting myself too hyped, but that's the one I'm expecting. All the stops. That fight is a great encounter, and I, I really expect them to. To really ramp up intensity, really ramp up, you know, going to the different, you know, locations of both teams that split up. Obviously, the blur stuff and stuff. But yeah, I expect 
a fight forming before you go inside and each uh each each team has to go in um i'm curious what i'm almost confident atl's getting a, a, a damage check like i i'm almost i don't i know people ain't gonna like it but like they don't like the melting right so i'm very curious if it's gonna be a situation where they put checks you know on on his health bar but yeah, I'm I'm expecting something epic there. I I I can't put my finger on it, but just the sheer scope of it, they gotta do something epic there. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious. What you think, man? What you think, Mark? Echo Doctrine said it in the chat, and I remember doing that. He said like they mm-hmm. would put three people specifically at the back of the map, and those three were the ones that would go and get teleported, mm-hmm. and then they did change it to random. Which I've always liked that about the raids. Like even thinking about King's Fall, when you know you would randomly be the person that had to jump, and you're like, oh god, like you know, oh, I don't want to be the one, and then it became you, like. Yeah. I like that. So I hope I know Echo Doctor and I get you, man. I feel that you hope they go back to it. But I like the randomness of it because it just, I don't know, it just kind of adds to the fun of it. But mm-hmm. I could see them maybe. I mean, you mentioned, I totally forgot about that, that Whisper mm-hmm. Portal. You had that yes. glimpse. What if the the areas you go to when you teleport, what if there's like six different areas that you can possibly go to? Ooh, so it's not so the cool. standard two. You may teleport Ooh. to a random place. You know, maybe on, uh, you know, Europa. Maybe there's a Europa mm. area or, oh, or whatever. So when so you cool. spawn in, you don't know. And, and then you're, you're yeah. constantly having to race. So it's not just those two you need to memorize mm-hmm. where you're shooting the, they were oracles, right? You were shooting. Yep. You got to, mm-hmm. you know, figure out where these new ones are. I could see them doing something like that. And then that just mm-hmm. changes it. So, you know, and then having a bigger rotation of potential portals, plus then having it randomized, people that have maybe never been on Europa, that first time they see it, they're like, oh, man, I don't know where to go. And then everybody wipes. And then you do it again. And then they don't get teleported, but someone else gets teleported to, you know, wherever, Titan. Let's say suddenly Titan makes a quick little comeback and it's a little Titan mm-hmm. jumping puzzle. I think that would be cool. Or uh, Oracle, you know, portal. I could see them doing that. That would be cool. Um, because that's not a huge space they need to right. need to really make, and they could just utilize mm-hmm. a long hallway essentially, or you know, a corridor mm-hmm. from a yeah. an area from a, the previous maps, and maybe there's a way to kind of link that together. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But that sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, for you, so you got the platforms you got to sit on. You know, there's probably going to be champions they'll throw in there while you defend the platforms. Obviously, build which location you go to. Then you get teleported in. You're like, okay, which one do we actually have to keep open and defend? Um, more locations would be really good because it is if it's just one or the other, then you know. I guess I would wonder if there were more locations, how would you know which platform to hold down? Because that mm-hmm. was one of the things. Like, is it true? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I was like, I forget. I was like, and that's one of those. I w- I hope they do something like that. But also, it's like for the mechanics, which side is it? And I forget what you the people know, would call yeah. them. You got to know which side to stand on to open it back up so they get through. But even when you're inside, whether it's two, six, like I'd love to see more variety. Believe me. Um, I think we always said like past and future, maybe like one, one portal, you were kind of in the past, one yeah, portal, you're yep, in the future. Yeah, one was more green, think, one was more brown. Or, I feel like yeah, that was... Yeah, or yeah, green and brown was one way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you go in, it's like, how are they going to handle the oracles? Because when we start, especially on challenge mode, we're not going to have oracle weapons. Those are not True, even yeah. going to be a thing yeah, there. Yeah, you're right. oh, so yeah, the oracles right. are going to be just slower to kill. You're going to have to put all the damage you can, yeah. especially if you're going in and trying to help people. They don't know where but to look. I just thought about it. You know what they're going to do? They're probably going to do the mod system again. Oh, I mean, you know they are. Yeah, it's... they're going to do the mod system again. You put this mod on, you do a little bit of extra damage because now the raid armor has the extra mod slot now for 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 specific mechanics per encounter. Yeah, I can so I that. can basically yeah. tell you those are there. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, shout out to my Discord who is on top of like 
stuff. New Red, shout out mm-hmm. to that man in chat. Mine? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, well, there's, there's Oracle disruptor mods. So they mm. will be they will be a thing. But again, first time through, you may or may not have those. And right, there's right, other correct, interesting correct. mods to make that stuff, you know, a little more manageable to kill. But yeah, it's like those are those are going to be a thing depending on what weapons you use. I still wish some of those weapons would be intrinsic though. Like Fate Bringer should just have it on there the way it used to. And I exactly, man. Yep. The intrinsic well, piece, I, uh, pieces of weapons are something I still truly miss to this day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that to me, and again, that's say that's something that chased me away from Destiny because it's not. But like I said, right now the current season pass of having to unlock those mods it's not as fun man like when you got those weapons like when you would get fate bringer with that as an intrinsic thing you were like yes because next time i run it next week i'm gonna you know be able to go in there and do, do some more damage where instead you know it's it's not that anymore um I so i, I kind of wish it was that way too man that was kind of some of the fun of the original d1 i agree but, i agree yeah. but yeah so i was like you'll see champions and then you know, somebody's going to pick up the shield, bust it out. Do you still think we're going to do our damage from our little baby island platform in the middle that you run to when you can't see your screen? Do you, and maybe blow yourself up with a rocket, perhaps? Because rockets <laughs> are big right now. And you, Stop standing in front hey, of your me. Titan's going to drop that bubble, man. Yeah. I remember nope. always just... Yeah. Boosh. Yeah. <laughs> Guarding it down. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like for Atheon and stuff like that. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, if it's my luck, I'm not going to get Vex Mythoglass for a while. So I'm not exactly mm-hmm. holding my breath on the first run. Um, do you think, same as some of these other weapons we talked about, where do you think the big weapons, what do you think the big weapons are going to be? Do you think Vex is going to be powerful or are they afraid to make it too strong? Is Fatebringer still just going to be the best one? And as you said, scouts and snipers are just going to be another option in the loot table for the same archetype. The loot's yeah. the biggest thing, as you said, for COG yeah. that makes this loot, this raid special when it launched. Because mm-hmm. these guns were unlike anything else. Fatebringer, automatic solar scout rifle, Vex was special for a little while till it got nerfed into the ground. But into the ground. where do you think the loot is gonna fall from everything that you get? Especially when you kill Atheon, you know, you're gonna be excited about what you get, or you're gonna be like, it's another 180 scout, cool. Like, where do you think you're gonna hit? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Fatebringer is gonna be is gonna be fine. I think if you look at the artifact mods, they even have a mod this season, I believe, that intensifies the fa- the uh, Firefly Dragonfly perk, whatever that perk is that uh, Fatebringer does. So yeah, I, I think it's gonna be fine. And they remember they even in the meta, the uh, the sandbox changes they made. Again, what is it? Dragonfly, Firefly? What is it? Firefly is the new one coming like right. with this season, yeah. but Dragonfly is what we've had. <clears throat> well, we've had, yeah, like th- to intensify the explosion and the radius yep. and things like that. So I'm I'm expecting legendary sunshots type status with it. Like Sunshot got got some love. So I'm, I mean, it, it should be, you know, equivalent. The Scout, we already know what it's going to be. The one I'm looking for is Vex. Vex, yeah. I'm very curious because... The new Bungie seems to, when something's new and debuts, they tend to go over the line. They overpower. And make it a little OP. Yeah. yeah, they get OP. Yeah. And they this let us really rock good. <laughs> for a season, right? And then we'll get the 12 next season. Okay, guys, we figured with Fusion, we have to pull this back now. You know what I'm saying? So I think they understand the importance of X. And obviously, they it was notorious to deal with when it first launched. So I, I think we're going to get some OP level at first. And then they let us have fun with the season, then they'll put it back. But Vex is the one, man. They, they've they got to do something cool with it. Ha, you know, I, I'm excited to see what they, what they do. The, the other ones, the archetypes are going to be the key. You know, what, what the shotgun's going to be, 
you know, what's the other one I forget? We got, um, I'm sorry, but uh, Mark, they're going to do your scout dirty. I, I just got to I know, man. Put it I out know, there man. now. Vision's yeah, going to get uh, Vision of Confluence, man. I just maybe can't. not. Maybe this will be the thing that brings maybe scout rifles one. back. Maybe, <laughs> maybe nah, it's really But yeah, and then we know machine guns should be in a good place. They, they got a nice little buff. You know, so yeah, I mean, overall, I think they'll be fine. Minus like one or two archetypes, and I just got to see what Vex is going to do. But that—that's the one I want. Vex and Fatebringer are the two that you kind of, you kind of can't mess with. That like those are iconic. So mm-hmm. we, we shall see. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can give you a couple pieces of info. Oh, Vision of Confluence <laughs> got a one eighty scout. So is that the same as Hung Jury? Right no. now, Jury's one fifty. I think. Yeah, jury is is not it's not a good place at all. So that's <clears throat> you said it's one eighty. Hung jury, um, yeah, they're both one eighties. Yeah, vision and hung jury are the same archetype. Mm. Fatebringer is going to be a one forty. That um, makes sense. That yeah, kind of fits. Found verdict that is an sense. aggressive frame. Oh, so hard hitting, high recoil shotgun. Oh, <clears throat> so that one be, may yeah. be like a PvP option because yeah, those are still pretty be, popular. Mm-hmm. Corrective mm-hmm. measure is a 450 adaptive um, for a machine gun. Oh, uh, got some interesting perks on there. Mm-hmm. Ease and vengeance for a rocket launcher is also it's going to be aggressive. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's in it. That's in the uh, close to the code. Is I think it's, no code dweller is high impact, but yep. that's aggressives are still good. Yep. So those mm-hmm. are the main the ones that above. you can kind of see. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like. It'll kind of depend on where they fall in archetypes. It's like I'm mm-hmm. kind of with you there as well. It's like Fatebringer should be solid. It's got potential with those explosions. That's mm-hmm. part of, for me, though, and I think maybe, Mark, why you why Destiny 1 still almost feels better sometimes when it comes to certain things. Certain things Destiny 2 is doing better. Certain things Destiny 1. We've always go back and forth on this fun little joke. But mm-hmm. when you pick up a Fatebringer, it had Firefly that was unique to it. It had the Oracle modifier right there on it intrinsically. And now I've got to go into this artifact that pisses me off because <laughs> I've, I can, I, I'm looking at 25 mods, but I can't even unlock them all. So then if you do want to, then yeah. you got to reset it. Well, do I want to reset it just to toy around with this like explosion mod for Fatebringer? Is it that good? Some people are going to pay to do it. So, and then I'm going to have to go take a mod off somewhere else just to be able to try this. Mm. So much more goes into just as opposed to, hey, this cool weapon dropped. It's got some badass stuff to it. Sweet. Right. And it's like, there's so much more work to kind of like unwrap all of the potential of even just Fatebringer, as you said, with that mod there taking Firefly and making it more powerful, which Mm -hmm. is cool. But then also for the Oracle Disruptor, then I got to go get a raid mod on there. So I got to get Vault of Glass armor to make sure I can use the mod. You didn't even right. have to have Vault of Glass armor to be able to have the Oracle weapons. Now you need Correct. the armor to be able to use the weapon yeah. to get the Oracle oh, Disruptor perk. Yeah, good point. Man, like, good point. So, like, oh, go ahead. I mean, it's the raid. Like, you sh- <laughs> that stuff should just be unlocked, dude. That is the pinnacle of Destiny, man. Like, that is it. Like, to me, I think back to Destiny 1, you know, right after Vault launched, and you could not be level 30. Yes. Unless you had a full set of Vault of Glass gear. And I know that was mm-hmm. a hindrance to a lot of people. And it took me a while to finally mm-hmm. get to 30. I had the luxury of having people always to run with, which I know everybody doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. But like in this case, like that that stuff should be unlocked, especially like, you know, you get the armor. You should automatically have the armor as ornaments. They should be transmog for you because you worked, you went into the raid, you did that. Why is that not even a thing? Like I saw mm. some people even online talking about that. Like I shouldn't have to synth weave, right? Isn't that mm. the thing? You would still yep. have yeah. to do that if you yep. want that. Like, no, that is a pinnacle 
like like the pinnacle activity in this game, man. It should be you you completed the vault of glass. This is what you got this week. Put that on. People know where you got it. People know like, wow, that guy's a raider. Because that that's what yes. I enjoyed about Destiny One. You yes. go back to the tower, man. You He's, put on your new gear. Oh, you know, half the time, I, even if you didn't have the full set, it's like, yeah, I'm walking around with a Titan head, and the rest of my boss. armor is you know purples. But like, they I know one. Like, I got that, one, right? Yeah. He he did a yag. It was super excited. Like, mm-hmm. and that excitement just seems to have been lost. I agree. In some I of agree. it, man. And no, I know no, people no, are going to be lost. It's in Tess ever. <laughs> well, All the yeah. cool stuff is in yeah. Tess. Now, there's yeah. one yeah. thing that I wanted to ask yeah. you guys because it's it's speculation from what I've seen, but in like kind mm. of looking at some of these shaders, the way it reads on some of the Vault of Glass shaders is that mm-hmm. once you beat these, once you beat Vault of Glass, you can go buy the shader in Eververse. In a, okay, in Eververse, Whoa. but is that you have to beat the raid to unlock the ability to, ability buy, to it buy it in Eververse? Oh, so we well, they've already been going. doing that with their jackets and rings. You can buy right when you beat the raid. I mean, you're already Bait. spending a couple hundred dollars on that. But <laughs> what is the the shaders? Are those um, is it shadow white? Like shadow white? With or something kind silver? Of, or are they purchased with bright dust? Is some of the shaders? I know they're up to three hundred bright dust now. Are those bright dust? Uh, I hope so. Because it's like, if I beat the raid, the, uh, I shouldn't have to pay silver, at least. Because well, everybody's got a bright like, dust. But in theory, shouldn't that one just be like, hey, you beat Vogue? You totally. Here yeah, you yes. go. Yeah, it Here should just be a shader. But it shouldn't be like, now you can go spend some bright dust. The hope you have someone. The only thing that that is acceptable for is if you get Vogue and they're selling an ornament for for um Mythic Class. That's it. Yeah, I can see that. they've done yeah. that with like yeah. Whisper yeah. and other things. They've Here's, done your, Whisper, Here's your exotic. They've done that with, Here's your fancy uh, ornament. Yeah. yeah. Eyes <laughs> of Tomorrow. They've done that with exotics, which I don't have a problem with, with the ornament. But I better not be going to test to go cop me a Chato. <laughs> that, that's not a good look. That is not a good look. <laughs> no I was like, if some of the language somewhere, I've read this about these shaders. And Vinny in chat knows what I'm talking about. I read that and I was just jaw dropped. I was like, are you... Are you kidding? Like you're gonna? No. Wow. Then, I mean, then Bad like test. what? You, you've taken like Deepstone Crypt out of Pinnacles, and now you've like shot Vog in the foot <laughs> for. Uh, and but as I, and so you're like, you got to earn the gun, then you got to make sure you get the mod for the weapon, mm-hmm. then you got to put that mod on the armor. Mm-hmm. Then when you beat Vogue, you're going to unlock the ability to go to Eververse to buy it. And you're just like, oh, God. that's not even the same. It doesn't thing. even sound like the same raid that, anymore. That sounds crazy. <laughs> no. What I want, yeah. though, I just thought about something. Mark. What about this? What's what I want? Now, remember one of the, the glory days was Age of Triumph. Oh, man. Now, yep. if, they, if they're smart, they bring that exact design back for like hard mode or challenge mode. To get a special look. Remember, you had the Wi Fi oh, antenna yeah. Yeah, absolutely. on the I want to look Lit like a everything. boss when I come back to the tower. So they need to bring it back. They got the designs. And the thing that's been frustrating for me is, especially when I look at, like, we talk about PvP again, but when you look at Iron Banner, Mark, and remember that that hollow fire chest kind of thing. And yeah. the, you were yeah. with the woolly and the fur and the, you were feeling <laughs> like a lord. Yep. Like you was like, I mean, we named our podcast, Iron Little Podcast because of this damn game. That's how boss you looked when you had that Iron Banner game. Like I want to feel like I conquered something and they have the assets. People would be okay with them reusing those assets. Like reuse yeah. those. Those are iconic Age of Triumph 
And remember the um the the, the was it the Crota one was 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 beast too. Oh yeah, like, had, like the green little glows that like the, yeah. him out of the shoulders. You had the yep. like kind of floating cubes from Axis from Rise of Iron, uh, and then Crota King's Fall was kind of like the the whitish glow off of the dark armor. Yeah. And then Crota, yeah. Crota was the one with like the green, like wavy glow. Crota is still one of my favorites. Crota looks crazy. Stuff. Yeah, that stuff yeah, looked awesome. And that's kind of one of those things. It's like, okay, so if you beat, that's where it again comes to the incentive. Hey, if you do go do master difficulty when that comes out in July Rich. or whenever it drops, you can earn ornaments for this. You can now earn universal ornaments that you can use anywhere by beating this difficulty. Yes. If that's in there, that's at least something that's that people be like, these look amazing and you get something or, you know, that whole grind. Hey, we put some of these in the game. If they don't put some yes. of that stuff in the game behind some of these difficulties, Reach it. that's those are some real yep. questionable decisions at that point. Mm-hmm. Reach it. Reach it. Completely no, agree. Yeah, yeah. We we are at a very that's why I was like. I am very curious where the dust settles at with Vault of Glass. First this weekend, but then after the difficulties and everything to know what's in Eververse, what's in the difficulties, how the challenges fall, because I want to know where this is going to explain kind of a lot, because then Witch Queen is Witch Queen is your next raid. Yeah. And this may mm-hmm. tell the story of how that's that's the end of this trilogy. That is the start of the end, the beginning of the mm-hmm. end, per se. That is the final three mm-hmm. years. And Witch Queen is about as big as Oryx for D1. Witch Queen is Savathun, putting all the Domino's together, whatever the epilogue is going to do. Season 15 leads into that, which we still don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. Ikor is going to be hugely important to that. I mean, there's a lot coming. Marasov still floating out mm-hmm. there. There's so much that leans on that one. But then if you turn around and you feel like this is the way the model of the raid is going to work with, you know, get this armor, get these mods, put this in here. Intrinsic weapons don't even have anything anymore. Then Eververse is where most of the stuff's at. And you're like it sometimes sucks the life out of it for me. And like for you, especially it's like, if like what <laughs> I was wondering, it's like, when is somebody like you finally going to be like, I just can't anymore. I know you've taken big <laughs> breaks and you know, you play other stuff. And I've honestly had totally a healthier, breaks, I was yeah. like, I've had a healthier relationship these past probably 18 months, you know, almost two years, whatever. Like uh, when I started going much more variety, when I streamed, like that has kept me sane and healthy. It's like, I'll still do, do a lot of destiny content. Those are guides. Those are things here, but it's been the variety that's helped me. It's like, is there some of those decisions to find, like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, for me, man, it, like I said, it was always logging in, getting those new, uh, well, I say what, what what kept me coming back outside of just the podcast was, like, getting the, these new places to explore and this new stuff to experience. And instead, you know, just the, the constant grind for new mods to, you know, just do the harder difficulty content just kind of fizzled out for me. You know, I just kind of lost the the drive to keep doing that. And that's kind of where I am with it now. So I, I log in, you know, when, when the new expansions come out, I, I purchased every single one, check out those new story contents. Like I said, last season, didn't even buy any of the seasons this season. I bought the season pass and I'm usually there the day that it launches, check out kind of what's new. And then, you know, I've just kind of fallen away. I've checked in like last season for the first three weeks. I think I was there every Tuesday and, and kind of keeping up with it and then kind of fizzled out, dipped back every once in a while. And then this season, I mean, I played last Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't play this Tuesday. You know, yeah. I, so I don't know. <laughs> well, part of that is because I'm totally, you know, hanging out in a galaxy with uh, a little Commander <laughs> Shepard and kind of doing all oh, that, reliving all that stuff yeah. again. And I'm it's like, let's see, do I want this it. amazing, incredible story that I'm kind of reliving again? Or Woo! do I just want to go, you know, grind Brother, the same content over and over? Nah, I'm going to go do some Mass Effect. Tell so me that's, Mass that's effect got my it. time right now. But oh, yeah. um, that Mass Effect is glorious. Right yep. There. 
you've never played Mass Effect, go play it, guys. Uh, oh, no. Talent E. No, no, Please. I know. I have never actually touched it. So that's why I was like, oh, I have it God. downloaded. I'm Bosses. ready. It's like I'm just trying to find the right time because I got to a point where I waited long enough and then there was this like rumor like they're going to do a remaster. It was like, well, I got to wait for that. So now finally at some point and I was like, you know, got Biomutant coming out literally on Tuesday and Ooh. stuff. So there's some yeah. cool stuff yep. I want to check out. And that <laughs> one looks that one looks like a really cool single player, you know, that crazy. Looks neat, yeah. Looks like Rocket Raccoon Kung Fu Adventure. So <laughs> yeah. the best way I can describe it, just kind of yep. goofy. Um, yep. So that one's fun, but it's like in some of the the downtime and places. No, that that's a must, and that's just one of those yeah. for me because I want to play it on stream and things of that nature. That's like I just got to pick like my fairly open like Wednesdays. Usually I got some time, and that's just going to start to be like just the Wednesday playthrough and just work through the whole thing because yeah, I have heard. Between so many Bruh. people, you guys, and Bruh. then even one of my best friends doesn't even use. He will skip story cutscenes and literally just a beeline through not every this. game he ever plays, oh, which you know sometimes bugs me. Still one of his mm-hmm. favorite games, and I'm like, if it gets yeah. him, like then yeah, it's like dude. okay, I know. So I got, I got. I mean, it's sure. it's like imagine. I mean, Destiny launched, and sure they had created somewhat of a universe, but it was very obtuse, and you had to you know mm-hmm. go to the grimoire. And now we're at a point where you you know the the world and all that of, of Destiny, but it took a while to get there. Yes. Mass Effect, like from day one, I mean, I remember reading the prequel novel and then like Ooh. when you jump into it, dude, there is like they created that world and the mm. universe and history and everything before they even t- did the game. Yes. And when you the first game still, I- I'll tell you, it feels a little bit dated, little, but yeah, like, yes, yeah. but you're there for the story, man. You're there yes. for that world. And it just it feels lived in. And then, I mean, by the time you get to two, two is like oh. one of the greatest games of all time. Dude. Oh, talk that talk, baby. That's what I'm talking about. The go. story is incredible. So mm-hmm. like it's. Especially being if you're a Star Wars fan, because yes. this is the same team that did Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the Republic, and they didn't want to pay for the license anymore, do the licensing mm-hmm. with Star Wars, so they said, okay, we're going to create our own, our own universe, yes. and that's what they did, and Mass Effect yeah. is the trilogy. Amazing. Andromeda is its own beast. Mm-hmm. Oh, for now, stay away from Andromeda, yeah. but you know, yeah, it, yes, it's, it's its own the, the thing. Mass Effect, that, that, the trilogy that is great. Named. The trilogy is incredible. <laughs> I agree. Oh. I agree. Yeah, it, it's absolutely amazing. World building... From the minute, you know when I knew it was something different, just the minute you open up the codec and yeah. you hear the narrator telling you about these races, about relationships, about the, like, just, just so much great world building. Like, it, it's tremendous. And then the character, oh, it's E. I know. Please. Believe me, I know. I'm going to stay on you with this. <laughs> like, here, here's something I'm going to tell you, too, man. What, Let's go. Right now, it's kind of a shout out to another podcast. but um, Let's go. Before this came out a couple weeks ago, I just was looking for some Mass Effect stuff. There's a podcast called the Mass Effect Lorecast. Of okay, course, okay. He's only like maybe seven, eight episodes in, but he has a kind mm-hmm. of a network of other kind of lore shows. Yeah, he, they're crushing it, dude. Like every Ooh. like, it totally has just made my replaying of this. Oh, I gotta watch that much better now. If you you know. There are spoilers, obviously, because he's kind of, yeah, they're going yeah. through everything about each race and all that. So, yeah. but being someone who's played it before, it's made this playthrough now just that much better. Yeah. So, if people are listening to this, if you haven't checked it out, the Mass Effect Lorecast, I think Robots is the guy's name that runs it. Um, mm-hmm. Go check it out. It's awesome. It's I great. Each episode is like 45, okay. 50 minutes yeah, long, focuses yeah. on one of the races, gets into all their history. And it just blows my mind, the, the history that is there for mm-hmm. this game. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Breaking Breaking news. Uh, shout out oh, to boy. Aries, of course, on top of it. There's the, the Challenge XP clarification. Says it dropped literally zero hours ago, apparently, this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to read this thing live on air. It was. Yeah, it's like, shout Let's out to everybody it. watching the world. Uh, we've noticed some confusion around seasonal Challenge XP payouts. This season wanted to clear up some miscommunication on our part. First, there was a bug last season where players who had earned XP bonuses from season 12 
season 12 season pass did not have these bonuses reset at the start of season 13. This carryover resulted in season 13 challenges paying out much greater experience than intended. (laughs) I did actually wonder every so often to get like two levels from one challenge. Mm -hmm. Rather than opt to fix the bug mid-season, we decided to leave Mm. it in place and let players continue to benefit from it. We mistakenly did not acknowledge this during season 13, and we missed it in the 3.2.0 patch for 14. (laughs) The The change did call out... The change we did call out in 3.2.0 patch was the addition of new XP payout size for seasonal challenges called extra large XP. This payout is comparable to the amount of XP the players need to earn to complete half a season pass rank. With the addition of these extra large XP payouts, we also changed the overall naming convention. The reason we moved to the new naming convention was to better highlight that the XP payouts from the challenges were larger than from other bounties and activities that show XP as a reward. We did not clearly explain this change, nor was the new naming convention easy to understand. (laughs) These name changes led to confusion as players began tackling their week one challenges. We understood and agree. We understand and agree that season 14 name changes are confusing and the team is looking to update the names for clarity in a future patch. For the time being, here's a quick look at how seasonal challenge XP payouts have been updated. So in season 13, it's blank is now extra large. So it's half a rank. Uh, Season 13 was XP. Now it's two times XP. So that's 1.0 ranks. Season 14 is times four extra large XP. That's two ranks. And then 4X XP, which is times eight extra large XP. It's four ranks. May fluctuate depending on XP bonuses and stuff like that. Seasonal challenges are still your go-to source for consistent XP. Players who complete all seasonal challenges will still exceed level 11 in the season or level 100 in the season pass. We know XP in Destiny can be confusing, shocking, sometimes (laughs) to the point that we miss things ourselves. We apologize for the confusion of these changes, and in all, all in all, between the shifts of the seasonal XP challenge, payouts, and XP bonus bug, we expect players to earn XP and progress through the season pass at a similar rate to they did in season 12. We'll keep an eye on data and your feedback and let you know if we make any changes for this season or in season 15. Just when we were talking about XP bugs and things like that that came up, mm-hmm. here's a little bit of a bug. It, like, it's more clarification. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I kind of actually wanted to ask you, as you jump back every so often, is that new seasonal challenge model versus the, like, weekly bounties and stuff like that, is that something that, like, do you like that one where you can come back and catch up? Do you even care about the difference? How Don't how, even... Don't even know it's there. <laughs> no, well, I know. <laughs> Yo, I mean, what? I know it's there, but I, I don't even really like it. Really engage with it. Like every once in a while, my thing will pop up and say, "Like, hey, you got some stuff on your season pass." I go in there, and it's like, "Oh, your your glimmer is full. You can't use it until you." You know, yep. it always like gives yeah, you like those. It's like, all right, well, I got to go buy something that just, just so it'll stop flashing stop at me. Or, at me. Yes. You know, every once in a while, you know, you get like. Uh, I mean, what else is in there? Engrams, right? You get some engrams trapping well, and all that's that. That's in the season pass. This is the seasonal challenges, like the new. Quest tab stuff where it's like oh right though oh, okay that's yeah, what this that's is, what is working this is towards oh, so there you go so again I I'm not even engaging really in any of this at all so mm-hmm. yeah no man yeah God, yeah, I mean, any, the, any thoughts on the nice little XP issue yeah it was it was weird like I I was like you know shout out to the breaking news but yeah it was weird you know they, they they've had this error where it's giving out more than intended you know they leaving it as is for now I guess so to speak and then clarifying how they're gonna change the terminology of of the thing. You know, not not too big a deal for me. I mean, 
you know, just I, I just think it's housekeeping, honestly. Yeah. You know, they just wanted to, to put us up to it. But I don't I don't think this is gonna be do like you do you like the new seasonal challenges, how they've been so far? Are you like okay with them? Good, bad, otherwise? Where are you feeling where are they landing for you? Are they like a nice change or kind of just you know, same thing, Some, different title? Same thing, different title. I think some things have hit the thing that I've been paying attention more has been uh bounty acquisition for like bigger quests where they have this, you know, step three of this is step, you know, I've been liking seeing the optional thing where it's like, do this or this. Like past destiny would say, Hey, get fusion rifle kills. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And do this. And then it's like, okay, if you don't want to do it, then you kind of frustrate it, you know, if you, or you hate that ar- archetype. Now it's like, okay, do fusion rifle kills or, you know, solar, solar subclass kind of thing. And I, I prefer that. So I'm not locked in the same thing with strikes and things of that nature. That's, that's mundane. So I prefer when these options are given. Now, one that didn't give an option that I was mad was when I did Banner this week. Oh, dear. And I'm doing that quest. And I, I Full confession, Mark, I never snipe. Ever. Ever. When a sniping quest comes up, I'm like, not doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I just, I, I've, I've never had, uh, what, what's the one? The, the one that adorned or... Did not Adored, care. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not a sniper intrinsically. I just don't gravitate towards it, right? Shame on me. I get to the final step of Venom, and it's like mandatory <laughs> 10 sniper kills. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me right now. You got to be kidding me. To my credit. You did it? I, I, I bust out Cloud Strike <laughs> and caught me two cheap. Multi kills and a control spot and and was pumping my it was so hard for me to do this like it was a challenge bro like I am terrible with that like I realized how awful it I was but I give it credit it helped me learn a little bit but I just hate when they lock you in sometimes especially when it's something you cannot stand or something you do do not use yeah back for that revoker quest I I said you know what that's good I'm never gonna own. God bless everyone who got it and did it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just won't know about it. <laughs> like, that's just me. Look, like, when it comes to style, intrinsically, I'm just not, my play style is not to sit back and do it. Just not. But I pat myself on the back. I actually did this one. But Cloud Strike was the key. I, mean, I was like, I can yeah, get go those watch cheap cool kills. Guy. He'll terrify you with Cloud yeah, Strike. Cloud Strike, I was like, okay. But yeah, that, that's the only one. Just change that verbiage. But for the most part, they've been good lately. They've been good about giving more options than in these quests and stuff like that. So that's all I really care about. Everything else has been typical Destiny. What about you? What are you feeling about this whole thing? Me? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay. I feel like I actually got a decent amount of Bright Dust last season. I didn't do all of them. Mm-hmm. Biggest mm-hmm. reason there was a point where you're like, hey, you know, it's it's a double, triple get Infamy week or whatever. So it's like, and you gotta, you know, get five ranks in, in Gambit Infamy. You gotta go all the right. way through, like, the full 15k or whatever it is. I'm like, okay, we're going to spend some time in Gambit. You know, it's a time to just stream mm-hmm. and chill and kind of just, it's an easy way to chat with everybody. Cause I'm yes. mindlessly playing Gambit. So it's a nice thing for just like mindless playing on screen, chatting with everybody, kind of hanging out with the community and stuff. And mm-hmm. then like weeks later it said, Hey, now you got to get 40 um, invader kills in Gambit. Oh, and it geez. was not retroactive at all. And I was done. So any if it's Ooh. like if it connects a season, so and the thing is it's weird. Some's retroactive, some's not. And I'm like, that's weird. 
Do you so either weird. like just give them all? That's why I was like, I saw something come up for Gambit. I'm like, not touching it until that whole season's open. And if I go Ooh. play Gambit, I'm going to do it one time. Because yeah. especially talk about a mode like Crucible hasn't been touched. That is like the redheaded stepchild of Crucible. <laughs> um, so it's stuff like that that like, you know, the season pass you go through. And it's usually like, hey, do these basic story challenges. Use a couple guns, get a decent chunk of experience and some currency. Not bad. Mm-hmm. But then when you have to do Gambit, and then it's like, hey, you grinded this thing out, which was like way too many hours. And then you got to go do it again. That doesn't feel good. So that mm-hmm. type of stuff needs to sit a little bit better to make sure it's like it's either retroactive, which I know they can track and look at <clears throat> um, and be like if it popped up as like, hey, you got like 20 kills. You're halfway there. It'd be like, all right, at least, you know what I did. I put some time in. Now I can right. go focus on invasions, you know, go be the annoying guy with Xenophage and piss a few people off. Be done with it. But if it was just zero, it's like I'm out. So those moments for me are just some of those weird things that mm-hmm. it's like, hey, oh, nope. And that's that's been the story for probably the entire time you've been talking about this game. It's like occasionally <laughs> step forward, step back, two steps forward, one step back. Yep. Yeah. Or yep. Two steps forward, two always. to the side or backwards twice with like transmog. It's like it's always this little box step dance that mm-hmm. they do and they cannot seem to just always nail everything. Same thing with mm-hmm. the raid when we're talking about. And I wanted to read this tweet out of Tassie's that cracked me oh, up. What, Tass- what Tassie said. Uh, it was, yeah, it was yesterday. So he's like, I need to reset Crucible Valor. Can't because I'm full of prisms. Can't buy a shard with prisms because I'm full of shards. Spin the shards on mediocre exotic. Can't buy a shard because he doesn't have the 50,000 glimmer. Go to spider to wow. buy glimmer. Buy a shard, collect prisms, collect shard, reset Crucible Valor. I'm like, Jesus, one, you're not- <laughs> Jeez, man. Jesus, Paul. Because you have to go through and like take every reward before you can reset and pull the other thing. But if you're sitting there with currency, cause you're like, I don't want to just dump it into crap. Yeah. I was like, wow. and then if you don't have the glimmer to buy the, I was just, I laughed at that one. Cause I've been through that exact same step and I just had to call it out. It's one of those weird ones. So that's funny. Huh. Yeah. And the, like, there's areas. It's like, I delete prisms when I can't get them from vendors. It's just like, it's there are. And then now the fact that with unsunsetting, we are like, everybody's talking about vault space yeah, once again, because now bro. that's being a cap for those of us who like to hold on to things. It's being an issue because now we can keep it forever. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. there tends to be this good and bad. So it's like having a healthy hmm. relationship with this game, not living it anymore has honestly been sounds like for one, a good thing for you because, you know, it's freed <laughs> up your world, but also a good thing for totally for me as well. It's like making it like, you know, your Tuesday reset, keep up with the story. And then sometimes not even Tuesdays. If it's going to be like week 12 this season when there's not much going on, I'm going to be diet. That's like just Mass Effect for the whole damn week. And that's yeah. what those Let's times go. are for. Yeah. So Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like you said earlier, you know, Cognito, like mm-hmm. Destiny, when it's good, man, like it has its hooks in you. And we know it'll be good again. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, so there, there, and always you have those moments where, hey, maybe it is just your Tuesday game, yep. but there's going to come a time, you know, in the future that this is going to be your absolutely play for days, you know, play yep. for hours on days. It's it's just, it's what absolutely. it is. To me, like I said, I feel as a gamer, I'm in a healthier place. Like I, I'm playing a more variety of my games, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll have my three to four day lockdown period when I'm really working on something. That's the, I really want something or something really appeals to me in the meta and for right now the only thing i did is i, I just prepped for um vault and like what i'm going to come in there with right and i think right now i love the artifact setup every like with a lot of a lot of mods for war mind cell builds and i'm really gonna i'm gonna get, i'm really liking what i'm seeing especially um the rocket launcher stuff i'm seeing a lot of um void splash damage stuff so yep. i got some builds in my mind that I'm like, yeah, I want to I try this stuff out when I get in there. But once I get that, then I'm like, okay, I'm good. 
time for Mass Effect, time for this game, time for that game. And I feel good, man. It, it, it's it's good to have a healthy balance when it doesn't have your, your you know your, the hooks in yep. you and you just can't. But I mean, but when it's good, I don't stop, but I, I have a blast. So yep. that's where I'm at with it. Yep. Yeah. There's no need to be upset and be angry like how I used to be. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a better, <laughs> that less stressful life, man. Yeah. I mean, just, I hope if nice. there's any takeaway anybody ever got from Guardian Radio, that's what it was. I mean, we we got accused of being bungee shills always because of it, but it was just like, man, we're just, it's a video game. We're having yeah. fun. And if you're not having fun, go play something else don't for a little bit. Exactly. And come back. Like, yeah, you'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good, man. Like, don't. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. You'll yeah. you'll have fun again in this game. I promise you. Keep keeping the community. Keep having fun with your friends, and yes. you know you guys will come back to it when when it's good for sure. Agree. So absolutely agree. Yeah, can't end mm-hmm. that one on much of a better note. So yep. we got to yep. make sure this man can get to his yep. day. We got him back to his um, life. But we did want to wrap up and just say, first off, thank you for joining us. One fifty yeah, for no a doubt, milestone, man. man. I mean, come Congrats on, you're... on one fifty, man, dude. Thank you, bro. thank you. Yeah. Like that's that's a big one. I was like, you were literally like Guardian Radio was my first actual podcast listen, first yes. one, and since then I listen to way awesome. too many now. So it's like <laughs> I do. Like Ooh. podcasts are like cleaning, walking the dog, getting up at the, like, exactly, all, man. All yeah, the time like they're always, Ooh. and it's a yep. nice way to take in information or catch up on all those types of things. Of mm-hmm. course, New Red had to do that. Oh, Blue Red, that's fine. Make you earn that, um, that sponsorship. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. But while Cognito does his thing, I wanted to give you the yes. floor, and he may interrupt you, but that's just part of the whole joke here. No. Um, <laughs> for you, for anybody who doesn't know you, somehow missed out on the world of what you may have done before, but what you're doing now, let them know where to find you, what you got going on, anything cool you got planned, if they can find you in your stupid Stormtrooper outfit, where you might be <laughs> next, um, like all of that mud stuff. Running. <laughs> yeah. is, uh, well, is you know what I mean? Best place to follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Uh, I do the show, The Enthusiast Life. It can be found on, you know, all the podcast Ooh. feeds. It's on, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, come out every, it's every Monday through Friday. So every mm-hmm. weekday, sometimes on the weekend, sometimes I'll have a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of call it a little, I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. my, my own word, but like a plog, like a podcast vlog <laughs> almost. And yeah, it bounces back there doing some sit-ups. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, this is what we do. But, uh, you know, it's just mm-hmm. me just talking about things that I'm enthusiastic about from video games, comics, movies, mm-hmm. TV, all that stuff. Love and, uh, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you could see all mm-hmm. just uh, I've been playing a lot of he mentioned it earlier, a little bit of Marvel Champions, man. Ooh. Awesome card game. I promise you, I've gotten kind of into go. some tabletop games here over the yes. past year or so. This game, if mm-hmm. it's the first, I mean, it's a card game, but the first board game that I've actually played solo. Now, I know oh, that sounds crazy. Wow. I'm going to tell people that because through the pandemic, obviously, mm-hmm. we couldn't be getting together with people, but yeah. A board game solo, I'm like, really? And people in my in my my patron members in my Discord are like, no, man, it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. So I jumped into it. It mm-hmm. is a fully customizable. Every time you play, it is different. And wow. it's it's super fun. Trust me, it feels a little bit weird to play it solo, but it is kind of now competing with my video game time. If I have 30 minutes, it's like, do I want to sit down and play Mass Effect or maybe do a couple uh, you know, Halo matches or do I want to go run a you know a, a battle between you know Groot versus uh, Rhino, or do I want to okay. run you know Captain Marvel <laughs> versus versus uh, Kang? Like, what do I want to do? Like this game, I, I'm telling you guys, is crazy. Go watch some okay. videos on it. Super I gotta watch fun. some videos. You got my um, attention. Another crazy thing I'm doing. I mean, Ivan just mentioned well, I'm a pharmacist, so this past year has just been bananas oh. for some of the things I've gotten to do from you know COVID testing and all that. But mm-hmm. in a week and a half, if you live in the Charlotte area, which I know probably many people don't, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be giving COVID shots wow. at a NASCAR race, the Bank of America, or I'm sorry, wow. the Coca-Cola 600 here in Charlotte. 
at the Walmart booth. There's going to be a Walmart booth at the race. If you want to get your COVID shot from me, stormtroopers, we usually miss our shots. This shot ain't going to be missed. I'll definitely be giving you your shots. If you're looking to get your vaccine, I can do that for you. Uh, Uh, At an NASCAR race, which I'm like, what, when, what world would I ever be doing that? Like (laughs) sitting in front of a NASCAR, you know, track at a NASCAR event, giving shots. And part of it, I was telling my text, like guardian con and destiny con, one of the best parts about it was just like mingling with the people and I'm sure that's what we're going to be doing. I said, we're probably not even going to be given that many vaccines. Yeah. We're just going to be like hanging out, you know, talking mm-hmm. to the people all there, Shooting kind of it. just promoting like health and wellness and that. So I'm looking forward to that, man. It's going to be a lot of fun here that's in, in a really week and cool. a half. That's, that's Memorial really Day cool. weekend. We're going to be doing that. So that is really cool, brother. Yeah, that's wow. It. That's it for me, man. Wow. Tremendous, man. Good to have you back, man. Like love seeing the growth, love seeing you just doing the different things you love. Salute to you with, with that for a good cause, man. Get, getting the... Uh, Vaccine shots, everybody yeah, ready. And um, that's, I mean, what, what a better, what, like, what, you can't make that combination. I'm like, that is <laughs> so crazy. Like, so like, so we got random, the email. It was cool. like, because we've been, I mean, we've been doing clinics now for you know, the last couple of months and all that, yeah. going to, you know, nursing homes or just even in our store, we've been doing it. But mm-hmm. then, you know, I see this email come across and it was like, hey, we need two pharmacists and two techs to do the NASCAR race. And so I looked at my partner I was with, I was like, have you ever been yeah. to a NASCAR race? And she was like, no, I was like, you want to do this? I was like, because <laughs> here living in Charlotte, I mean, I've been to some races oh, yeah. here, which I never oh, was yeah. into NASCAR until we moved here. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're they're just super fun. You know, it's really just a big party is all it is. Yeah. And yeah. so she was like, yeah. And then two of our techs we were working with, they're like, I've never been. I'm like, well, let's do it. I was like, let's tell them the only way so we'll though. do it is if, because they're doing it actually Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was like, the only mm. way we'll do it is if it's the actual, like the big race, the big, the big race. Sunday yeah. race. And so we're doing oh, it, man. Doing and it's, it's going to be wild, but it's, it's going to oh, be fun. Very it's gonna cool, be a lot of fun. Man. Definitely, so. you got to put some picks up or something, man. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of yeah. awesome. Absolutely, That'll be fun. very yeah, random, very yeah. awesome. Yep. Love it. Love Living it. in the South, man. That's here being in Charlotte. <laughs> I'm from New York, and I've, I've been stuck here in the Carolinas now for almost 15 years. But mm-hmm. South is crazy, man. Lots of crazy things out here. Seems to be treating you all right, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. We love it. Nice. What about you, it. sir? Cognito, mm-hmm. the Lord of the Round Table. Yeah, man. Uh, same old stuff, man. I'm gonna be back on Iron Lords podcast this Sunday with the rest of the Lords. We'll have our Mr. Maddie plays. We'll be in the realm. We're gonna be talking about little E3 hype. We're seeing what's going on with the consoles. Probably talk Xbox, uh, maybe some Starfield talk, some PS5 talk, and um, just getting ready as we count down the weeks before E3 kind of predictions and stuff like that. So the hype train starting to get going. So check us out Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. On Iron Lord Podcast, on YouTube, check us out. Also, lordsgaming.net, some great articles. We've been doing, as, as uh, EU seen it, we've been doing this thing called the Lords Minute, yep. where we get one of the Lords with a writer. We'll have like a hot button topic. Sometimes Destiny's in there. We got a good one right now, Mass Effect with Inclusion, please. It's, it's actually up now. I just uh, did that with um with Ty. Great stuff. We talk a lot about Mass nice. Effect and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, man, it's been real cool. So, yeah, everybody, if you can support lordsgaming.net, Really appreciate it. Good opinion pieces by a great team of writers. And of course, man, that, that last word podcast, man, 150. <laughs> 150, yeah. guys. Jesus. It's been, a, it's been a minute since Curse of Osiris and our yeah. worst time to start a podcast what? ever for Destiny. Is that but what it was? That's when you started, started Curse of Osiris. Osiris. Wow. We were not smart, but wow. we made it this far. So. <laughs> hey. We was like, we love it. Always we something like, to talk about, dude. That's what I've told you. Yeah. Like Destiny is podcast gold. You can always have something to talk about. Something to talk about. So. That's one thing. But Destiny is the gift that keeps giving. Because either they do something, the community does something. <laughs> yep. It's always yep. something with Destiny. But um, yep. yeah, what a shout out. Yeah. 
out, man, because this was this is cool. 150 didn't think, you know, we still be rocking as, as consistent and, and still going as we are. And I just thought about something now that we got Mark here. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, E. When we met, I feel it was not that far from the Guardian Radio booth, if not at the I Guardian mean, Radio section. I don't. When no, I met you for the first time, I feel like it, you and I bumped each to each other in the fall, like the back where there was oh, a the lineup, where there was like the lineup of like going through and kind of getting like autographs or talking to the specific people who were sitting okay. at the booths. Okay. I know you and I also caught each other though outside passing out business cards because we were yes. the two people doing that. We were the only two people who pair. He's like, yo. Proof. One person Check still has that thing. So, yeah, I was like, I know we bumped into each, to each other doing that, but then I remember seeing mm-hmm. you later on the inside as well. So, kind of yes. talking a little bit in there. But, Absolutely. yeah, no, all the way back to, you know, Tampa, Florida, Tampa, sweaty, Florida. crazy thing. Hot Tampa. Man, crazy. Tampa Dude, I, I love hearing men, and and I just it always just I don't know this this is the one thing stepping away from Guardian Radio that like looking back mm-hmm. on it and I I just I love hearing it is I mean you said it about us even you said it Cognito like mm-hmm. Guardian Radio was your first podcast I don't yeah. know what it was about like that bro. time and place maybe we just were magic I mean bro. we were in the right place at the right time but like I hear that so many so times many from times. people and I that just makes me so happy like people didn't even know oh, podcasts gee. were a thing and like the mm-hmm. fact that I was able to just cause just one little spark in some people. Yep. And then to look at you guys, what you've been doing, 150 episodes in, you know, I mean, Cognito, doing other podcasts. I mean, Abantes, mm-hmm. your YouTube channel, all that. Dudes, I mean, thank you for having me. I, I love, you know, coming back to this community because it really, uh, I don't know. Dope, this is great. You're, I appreciate it. I appreciate welcome, hearing man. things like that, man. I really do. Yeah, you guys OGs, man. You guys OGs in the space. And it was always it was always cool to, to see, like, yo, that can be done. Like, and, 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 and being inspiring to a lot in the community. You guys don't realize you influence so Many and, and again, it was so cool to have you for this one because I'm like, oh, we got Mark, we got the whole shit here. We're gonna talk some talk, and then it's also refreshing to hear your perspective as someone from who's, who's been away for a while. Yeah, you know, just to, and to see what you're doing and stuff like that. And even e, e, we've had this discussion like every once in a while, like, hey, we'll talk about other games, we'll talk about other stuff because at, at, otherwise, you don't want to get to the you point burn where out, you, man. yeah, yep. you get burnt out, and then yep. you just get all angry at everything, and it's just like. <laughs> You know, that's when you need the break. So a wise yep. man, Ibanez told me, like, it's okay to take yeah. the break. It's okay to play with the games, right? Exactly. It's okay. Exactly. It's okay. Even Luke okay. Smith says that. So yep. Exactly. Um, yep. As for me, you, um, again, Mark, thank you very much for coming on. Always a pleasure mm-hmm. having you. It's like, I feel like mm-hmm. it's one of those. It's like, barely. I was like, the intro, I wanted to make sure and do justice there. But I was like, as for stuff, like... This man Ridiculous. can talk. I don't have to worry about like cover and run a show or yeah. just it's going to yeah, roll. It's like so easy. Like and it's just one of those like he he does this in his time. But I wanted to shout you out as well because I was catching up yeah. on some of your enthusiast life. Shouted us out on there saying you were going to yeah, be on wow. man. Like not that even cool. required at all. Just be like, hey, I'm going to be on the last word pod like in yours. I'm like. Thank you. Like that's professional. Well, like course, that type man. Of, I know. You, but you like that type of kindness is like it's and it's just like. Never asked, not at all. And it was just like, I was just like, I was blown away. And I was just like, and just think like, went from when I met you there, from like talking to you, like when we were having wings the night before and all that stuff since then, you've always been just an awesome guy. And it's like, and it's always a pleasure to have you on. So can't say it enough. Um, All right. You're welcome, man. I was like, as for me. I was yeah, gonna I got, say before you uh, get it to you. Before you get shout it to out you, to uh, I just, I just, shout out to advanced.gg. <laughs> I got my partnership this week, so now you guys can awesome. use Congrats, E-Montis. man. Congrats. Um ten percent off. If you guys ever have questions about flavors, anything, I oh, he'll tell you. have to get up sometimes in the morning. Like literally this morning, it was four thirty in the morning. Started my day with that to make it through a couple classes. Ooh. So 
If, Sell that product. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Whether it's energy or focus, if you got questions about it, you guys know where to go, but use Cody Bontis at checkout. I can finally say that. So that was actually Woo! a pretty cool announcement for me this week on Wednesday. And thank you guys who showed up for that one. So yeah. that is all I got. But for this episode, um, thank you for joining us. Cog, of course, go follow these gentlemen. Check out Enthusiast Life. Check out the Iron Lords yes, podcast. Check them out. Great content all across this board today. So you guys are all amazing. We're going to go raid somebody after this. But for everybody in Do chat, it. episode number 150 closed it down with an epic guest. Thank you guys. Yes. And it for this episode, it has been the, the last, last word. word.